135 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, October 15th, and my name is Dan Gorman. Oh, everything's too damned expensive these days. Look at this Bible I just bought. 15 bucks. And talk about a preachy book. Everyone's a sinner. Except for this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Oh, Lord. My name is Casey Lyons, and without third wheels, tricycles would be bicycles. And who ever heard of a bicycle? <laughs> My name's Greg Legro, and it's okay. I will take a chill pill, but it's because I have a congenital heart condition. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? That sounds familiar. Bob's Burgers. What? Nice. Bob's oh, Burgers. Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Bob's Burgers. I, uh, My tongue is still familiar? hurting from <laughs> Because I... Don't like wasting my time. I, uh, Our episodes have been getting too long, so we got to yeah, shave yeah. the words off. We're only doing the mills. <laughs> We're doing half the words now, kids. <laughs> and because I burnt my tongue on my super hot coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Super hot coffee. Yeah. Hot coffee. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we have tons of stuff to talk about. Lots. We are playing Film Roulette, where we did a winner's choice because the guest isn't open yet in Toronto versus Yo Dracula. Hey, yo, Dracula. Hey, yo, Dracula. Hey, me, Dracula. Yeah. And then we're going to talk uh, about Cut the Crap by The Clash that Casey gave us to listen to for a week. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to roll for our movies next week. Casey uh-huh. has an episode to recap at 9021 Oh Yeah Relay, and we'll pit some TV dads in a fight to the death at the end of the episode in yeah. TV Dad Cage Match. Woo! Hey. Right but. You might Whoa. hear the sound right now. You might hear the sounds of coffee being made. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, whisper quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can barely even hear it. If yeah. you whisper like this, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I, I heard you. Uh, um, yeah, we tons of tough stuff to get to before we get to the itty bitty tidbit committee. Super quick uh, reminder that Video Vengeance is Sunday, October nineteenth at Kitch in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Come see an extremely juvenile uh, slasher spoof called Wacko, where there is a running joke involving George Kennedy trying to see his daughter naked, and that's just that's the joke. Uh, <laughs> so what? yeah, there's a running joke where, where George Kennedy is trying to like peer into his daughter's window to see her naked and she's like what are you doing and he's like nothing and then that's the punchline uh, <laughs> and it happens again and again uh, it's bizarre okay it's like you thought this was funny i don't know why <laughs> i'm knocking uh, over computers with my feet here yeah. that's upsetting yeah it's bizarre i it's mean amazing. i find george kennedy upsetting when he's, he's not, not trying, trying to look at his daughter. daughter's boobs but uh <laughs> it's crazy um, that's just one of the running jokes in this movie. It's oh, right. bu- it's insane. You have so to come see it. Out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to see this. It's gonna movie. be great. Um, we'll try and see you naked in yeah, the bathroom. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Pr- <laughs> not, we're not. That's not. A, we're not tying it all in. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. I seemed on board for it. That's all gonna right. be our. I that's said gonna totally be our giveaway. Yep. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. If we draw your number. We'll try to look at you naked in the bathroom. (laughs) Totally. Um, So now into the itty bitty tidbit committee. Yeah, sure. Um, So off the top, we should talk about an album, right? Uh, Well, usually off the top, we talk about um, what we've seen. uh, Tragic events. Yeah. let's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, should do that. This is probably, for me, this is the saddest, the saddest death this year. And I, I... know there's been a lot of really bad ones yeah it's been a rough year for totally uh, it has but of course we're talking about jan hooks yeah Yeah. 
Um, 57 years old. They're saying now, or uh, I guess speculation is cancer, yeah. which doesn't surprise me because the last thing I remember seeing her on was 30 Rock. Right. And she looked Not healthy. ill. Yeah. 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 She looked kind of, uh, and I hate to, to, you know, like disparage her or anything, but she looked kind of, fucking Frank, stop destroying all of my stuff. <laughs> the cat's <laughs> scratching. Um, yeah. She looked kind of puffy, you know, but yeah, like yeah. in a... In a Sort of medicine-y kind of. I don't know. I'm uh, sounding no, like I a fucking retard, saying. but uh, yeah. but yeah. it's uh, incredibly <laughs> sad to hear. Yeah, uh, she was a. I was a big, big, big fan. She was a I, huge. It was a of major my... part of my childhood. Yeah. And, you know, getting interested in comedy and everything. Oh my god, just uh, that great cast too. And it just seems like such a sad uh, cast now with losing Phil Hartman. When you kind of totally. look at that picture, it's really. They, they showed on the la- on last uh, episode of Saturday Night Live. They showed the uh, the sketch, which is a really sweet sketch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like that they picked that one. Yeah, yeah me, me too. too. Um, and actually, I think that that's the one they showed when Phil Hartman died. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, too. Um, and yeah. it's uh, uh, everyone knows it's the one where Phil Hartman uh, and and Jan Hooks dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know who those people are, right. You watch at the time. <laughs> you know that sketch. Yeah. yeah. Um. I like when Saturday Night Live used to do things like that. Have this kind of weird sketch that say, wasn't really like a really nice. Yeah, because it's not. I mean, it's not supposed to be funny. No, they used no. to do that around Christmas a lot. Yeah, like they used yeah. to have sort of like more uh, kind of sweet, whimsical. Things. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. still funny because Phil Hartman's the funniest thing ever. Like yeah. I'm still laughing out loud watching him just do <laughs> musical theater guy face. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's doing that face. Yeah, and, yeah. And or, I don't even think it's it's meant to be played for laughs kind of thing. No. And actually, I, it's not. I, I remember reading something about that sketch. In, yeah. I think it was in Live from New York um, saying that, uh, that I forget which writer, um, somebody just wanted to do this thing because they thought it was really sweet and yeah. nice, and, and uh, so they put it around the holidays. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of my favorite things that ever happened on SNL was uh, uh, Steve Martin and Gilda Radner doing the dance. Yeah. Oh, it's just the best. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's... Although that does have overtly hilarious. Really funny yeah. stuff. <laughs> well, but it's still kind of just sort of touching in a way. You know, yeah. like the way it ends is like, oh, well, that's a fucking delight. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I thought I want, I'm, I wanted to like use that sketch as uh, not to go away from Jan Hooks, but to like eventually dovetail into a conversation about Saturday Night Live because I, I, we all watched it. Yeah. And I never watch it usually. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I, it's been a long time. So this is the first one of this season I've seen. And, and like that sketch episode. in the middle of, of the episode made me like remember that there were things that could go on SNL that weren't like, I don't know, watching this week's episode, I was just like, it's not. It, it reminded me of improv games in a way because the sketches have just become like, here's the joke up front, yeah, and then yeah. we do it, you know, eight or nine times, and then it won't really have an ending. It'll just end. Whereas that sketch was like, <laughs> nothing funny happens, arguably, really through the whole thing. It is funny with Phil Hartman, but like, yeah. it takes a long time, you know, to get going, and yeah. it's like filmed, and and it's like I don't think they would ever put something on the air now that like took that long to. Like without let a, you know without where punchline, yeah, to well, let you no, know yeah. where like the, what is this? But but I mean, TV is not as captive an audience as it was when yeah. that sketch aired. It's true. I mean, like if you were a Saturday Night Live fan, you were in front of the TV at eleven thirty, yeah, um, and, and you were watching Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. like I mean, because that was or, the only time you could watch it. Yeah, too, exactly. Yeah, or later. I mean, you you could tape it or whatever. Yeah, but, sure. But you only did that if you really had to be somewhere. Kind of yeah. Thing. Um. So so I mean. 
in that respect, people who make TV had a lot more control yeah. over over content. And now, I mean, you know, there's just such a glut of entertainment and yeah. different yeah. places to get it that they that I think they have to cater a lot more. Yeah, and it, and no. it is kind of sad. It's and, super sad because so many of the ske- and I liked a couple of the sketches. I didn't think it was an awful episode or yeah. whatever. But do you know it was the uh, it was the all time lowest rated episode yeah. so far? What? Yeah, it was. Yeah, really? It was very yeah. poorly watched. Don't yeah. hate her. I know. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, <coughs> I don't know. I, I just well, I think uh, it's Lowest becoming... rated in what, this year or? No, no I, lowest rated uh, uh, Saturday Night Live uh, uh, episode of all time. Of all time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. terrible. It's really upsetting. Jesus. Totally. What's the next one? Uh What's the next what? What like the what, what? Which one did he beat? Oh, I don't know. I, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't like. I'm curious. I just read. Totally, I, I, I want to know. To, Must have yeah. recently, probably. On you know, Facebook. All ratings are severely down. Oh yeah. yeah well, that that's the thing too. Exactly. Is that, yeah. It's like when you know a band gets number one, and you're like, they got a number one album. And you're like, oh yeah, because it takes like nothing. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like um, I think like the cakes like. 11th album or something went to number one billboard and I was like really 11th album and, and it's cake and then I was like oh yeah you need like nothing now they just yeah, happen yeah, yeah. to sell a bunch yeah. because yeah. of the single yeah because people who listen to cake are still only aware of CDs hey <laughs> uh, <laughs> man I love cake <laughs> um, but uh, but but I think Saturday Night Live now too it's not a um, it's not a cutting edge thing it's a nostalgia no. thing yeah you know you don't go on there to get seen uh, anymore, you go on there because it's Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know who. I guess uh, who's Hosier? Hoser. Who oh. the fuck is I'd, this? I'd, I'd, I'd heard that song, like the musical guest. I heard that song. Uh, I was like, "Who is this guy?" And then he started playing the first song, and I was like, "I feel like I have heard this on the radio, but yeah, I didn't but know the it. name of it or or who he was." And I skipped it, yeah. and then I skipped the second one because I was watching it on Hulu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was I watching it on Hulu. Too. Hoser. And I, <laughs> yeah, who's I skipped, this Hoser? Eh? <laughs> I, I, I giggled about that the whole time. I skipped the first one, and then yeah. uh, uh, and then I skipped because it's sort of hard to skip things on on Hulu. True. So I ended up having to watch the last you know twenty <laughs> seconds of uh, the last. Hoser song, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Hoser, and I, I just like I could not be less charmed by you, yeah. you dumb hippie. Um, <laughs> speaking of ha- Hulu, have you watched the Saturday Night uh, documentary that James? Oh, Franco the James did? Franco, Franco thing? Did? No, not yet. I've yeah. watched most of it, and then my Hulu crapped out for some reason. It wouldn't let me watch the rest of it, so no. I'm going to circle back. But so far, it was really good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> I liked it. It's uh, not like I it's not well was... directed. It's very scrappy because it's sort of just like they had whatever amount of cameras and they're running around in the rooms and it's low light and it's not shot well. Right. But like the actual content of like being there while they're you know like on Tuesday or whatever Monday, staying up literally like twenty four hours to write their sketches. Yeah, and and seeing oh, them is like that. What it is? He I thought he's it just was there. Sort of a, a he's, retrospective. No, of... he's there from no, no. from Monday to to Saturday oh, yeah. for like one six, episode. It's like a six days to air. Type, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Oh shit! And it's really cool. I gotta see the shit out of that for because sure. I mean yeah. that's always been from what like, I saw anyway. That's why I, like yeah. most of why I watched or, or why I read um, live from New York. Yeah. Uh, um. Because just that the whole process yeah. has always fascinated. No, it's, yeah, yeah. you see like Bill Hader and like John Mulaney are like in a room and they're like banging out ideas and fucking you know he's talking about yeah you know you work until six a.m. and then you could sleep until seven when they're due or you could like me you know try and write two more sketches yeah. that probably won't ever make it any, <laughs> anywhere and it's like holy fuck like this is insane yeah right yeah and Casey Wilson's in the uh, still writing so, oh wow yeah it, it was a John Malkovich episode. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's really cool. The one with I, the calculator? <laughs> Is it that one? I think so. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and you see them, like, pitching to him and stuff. Yeah, yeah right. it's cool. It, you, I, I need to finish it. Yeah, shit. I'm yeah. going to watch that as soon as I can. Yeah. Totally. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, just a, uh, an absolute bummer. Super about Yeah, we didn't talk as much about Chain no. And, well, like, really surprising for me because I didn't see the 30 Rock, so I was just kind of like, oh, fuck, what? Well, I didn't yeah, see 30 Rock go, and think, oh, she's going to die. Yeah, no. It wasn't oh, like no, I just thought, oh, she looks kind of bad. Yeah, but, yeah. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love her so much that. that oh yeah, yeah. I was such matter. a big fan of her, and she was really, you know, it's not just that she was on at that time period. She really stood out in a time period of standout people. You know, yeah. like, that was a good cast yeah. she was on. Yeah, and um, in, in a time where it was actually kind of hard for women to get noticed. Damn right. Uh, like, I mean, Nora Dunn, she was just sort of like a a bit of a workhorse thing. She had her sketches and everything. Sure. But um, she actually her career got better when she started to do smaller roles in sort of indie movies and stuff. Yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, Jan Hooks was really a part of like the the core group of yeah, people yep. when it was still kind of a boys club. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that was the time period where the show kind of got turned around and saved. That was the cast that saved it. Yeah. Because you had the mid eighties. Yeah. Oh my disaster. god. Oh god. Yeah. The, the early to mid to Ooh. late eighties. <laughs> that was just a garbage dump of. Uh, what was the one where they like they did? Wasn't there? <laughs> Sorry, wasn't there like one year where they like called it like the new generation or something? And it, they, I remember like it was, was when they had Anthony Michael disaster. Hall and Robert Downey Jr. Hall, Hall, Robert Robert so, yeah. Junior, uh, you know, everybody's Gilbert favorite Godfrey. cutting edge. They, like really Randy fucked Quaid. it up. <laughs> um, uh, oh, fucking Tim Kazer. It, it was a oh mm. Mary Gross, I think was on. Oh, just yeah, the yeah. worst. Just the worst. Joan Cusack. She was in there Joan for Cusack a while. was yeah. on it. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus right. was actually oh, yeah, useless yeah. on that show, which yeah. is amazing because she's brilliant. Yeah, like it was just the writing and the direction. It was was so far off oh, what yeah. it was supposed to be. When I was a teenager, watching the good, you know, the, the uh, late eighties into the nineties cast. Uh, the, I, I'd always get the, the the end of the episode music always makes me sad. Oh, the, oh, absolutely. Like, there's oh, a per, there's a profound depression that I feel <laughs> because again, like when I was a kid, I used to wait up to watch like oh yeah, Saturday Night Live was my life when I was a kid for sure. Me too. And uh, and, and yeah, when it was over, it was like oh my god, like what. Like I have to wait another week, yeah, yeah, or yeah. obviously watch the VHS tape that I that just, just made. made. Yeah, yeah. But every <laughs> once in a while, they would show a repeat of an old episode yes. right afterwards. Uh, and when yeah. that would happen, you you would wait for a second, and it would come up, and you'd hear Pardo's voice. Yeah, and it was like oh fucking a man, yeah. Except, like which I would watch anything. Mostly it was the '70s stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that was really great to see yeah. the whole episodes of. But every yeah. once in a while, you get that opening that's the panning like. Animated city, yes. yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus is there and stuff, and it's like, oh, uh, I'm not watching this. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, uh, what a bummer! Yeah, I, yeah. I remember the the repeats a lot. Yeah, because I remember when I was watching, they would, yeah, they and they still were were leaning heavily on the. This would be like in the mid '90s, late '90s. They were still leaning on heavily on the '70s stuff. Yeah, I had like a cassette, uh, a VHS cassette of um, of like a couple, like two episodes from season one or something. Uh, that I you would watch religiously, yeah. just the yeah. same two episodes over and over again with like Dan Aykroyd and the meat wagon t- uh, <laughs> toy car set, and <laughs> and uh, Jaws two was the on the one episode, yeah. and Land Shark just fucking yeah. over and over again, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so good. No, super super sad. Really bummed me out yeah. when I read that. Absolutely, yeah, she was great. Totally. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> what well, should we? 
talk about next let's time. talk about something else uh, some kind of news stuff before we jump gears yeah. entirely here well yeah. to- the tomorrowland trailer right. teaser trailer yeah you just watched the new brad bird um directing tomorrowland for disney which i i feel like i don't remember the na- like them announcing this but i feel like if they did announce it i was probably like okay they're doing a tomorrowland thing i don't know about this but then i watched the teaser and i was like holy fuck i remember yeah, reading I need something about it a long time ago because i've been sort of like trying to follow what Brad Bird what doing? Brad Bird has done because yeah. you know like I always loved his work on The Simpsons and on, on various things yeah. and, and also I mean I think The Incredibles is just a fucking so awesome good. movie he's one, he's one of those guys he did like, a great job with Mission Impossible yeah uh, oh yeah right yeah. he did uh, yeah. Ghost Proats yeah. yeah he's one of those guys He's he reminds me in That's some a Paul F. Tompkins thing Ghost Proats Ghost Proats uh, he reminds me in some ways of like Judd Apatow where like they reached a peak and then you are watching other things and you remember that he was involved with them. Yeah, like, right. Like Brad Bird, you'll be watching like the critic and it'll be like his name will be in the credits. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And then you're watching like a bunch of yeah, Simpsons. You know, you know oh, when yeah. you're watching the critic. Hey, man, I love the critic. <laughs> you know when your weekly <laughs> revisits hey, man, of uh, fuck the critic. off. The critic is amazing. It actually wasn't it's quite so sure. I love it. I straight <laughs> up love it. Although I will say, unlike Judd Apatow, Brad Bird uh, continues, d- directs a uh, f- an entire movie. Yeah. Mm. Uh, with a point and doesn't just uh, throw a bunch of bullshit at the screen. Yeah. yeah. No. See what people laugh at. That trailer is fucking great. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting. simple. Not, not, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but you I'm don't like, know what it's about. I am on board. It kind of feels like, kind of, kind of like, because it's a Disney thing, right? Yeah. yeah. That trailer totally feels like did. Disney magic to me. Yeah, yes, like absolutely. the old stuff. Yeah. You know, a little yeah. uh, Tron or Black Hole. Or yeah, like yeah. where yeah. you're Excited. just like, oh, what's just, whoa, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it even almost reminds me of like, because all those wonderful world of Disney movies that they did for TV would yeah. always have some kind of like weird hook, you know, like yeah, some yeah, kind yeah. of like, like in the trailer when she's picking up the pin and something appears, like yeah. that reminded me of like watching the intro for <laughs> Wonderful World of Disney. For sure, TV. yeah, it got it totally yeah. got me excited. And uh, I kind I also kind of like how now I there's so little, I don't know who this girl is playing uh, no. uh, and or who, who she is in the movie or whatever, but she has this moment where she touches the pin and then everything changes and then she freaks out and she has this like real kid reaction, this real kid kind of freak out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know, like it feels like uh, she's, oh, she's, she's from. Dan's on pancakes. Yeah, she. Uh, her name is Britt Robertson. She was in Dan in Real Life, the first time Scream Four, uh, Cake Delivery Man, Cake Delivery Man. No, Cake. Also, <laughs> I'd Delivery like to Man. See that movie. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, I brought you a cake. I'm the Cake Delivery Man. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, lots of TV and then uh, and some pretty big movies lately. Yeah. Well, all right, but yeah, you're right. She does, good. Yeah, she has this kind of like real kind of kid enthusiasm. I think yeah. that I hope sort of sure. permeates the movie because, yeah, yeah. again, I mean, you know, for everything, all the unpleasantness that Disney has been in the past, I need still, some of that magic back. Yeah, yeah, totally. There's there's still Disney. I'm stuff that super gets on board. Yeah, yeah. Even more on board than I was just knowing it was a Brad Bird movie before I watched the teaser. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Totally. Um, I also have the Iron Man, Captain America, launching right. the Civil War right. uh, well, storyline. R- Robert Downey Jr. has been kind of playing coy about whether or not there's going to be an Iron Man 4, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's done playing Iron Man. And so it looks as though then for uh, Captain America 3, it's going to yeah. be uh, a two-hander with Captain America and Iron Man. But Iron Man likely being the villain here because they're setting up the massive 
Civil War storyline, which uh, culminated in uh, Captain America's death in the comic books. Oh, about, sweet. What, seven years ago? Yeah. Less I, than five years ago. I don't know. Four. Con- from con- <laughs> All right. Just keep saying, keep saying numbers. Keep trying. Uh, Depending on when you listen to this, I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, I will be right every time. Yeah. Um, uh, so I guess from context clues, this is something where the uh, superheroes split off into two factions. Yeah, yeah. They get separate. There's a uh, because there's too many superheroes, and the government doesn't know what to do. They start the superhero registration act, where all superheroes are to uh, give over their secret identities to the government, so they can all be. You know, mm-hmm. monitored and accountable, mm-hmm. and there's the half that is for it and the half that isn't. Right, but uh, the kind of the and it, it was really headed by Captain America being like, "No, this is crazy. This isn't what." Yeah, our government. Oh, that's doing. interesting. That's it a, is interesting, interesting. And Tony Stark goes for it. He's right. like, "No, no, no. This is we got to keep a hand on this because yeah. it's out of control." Because that's kind of like uh, it's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like Captain America and Winter Soldier too, right? Or two Winter Soldier, like with the questioning government paranoia thriller kind of stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, but uh, it, it's kind of cool uh, that that Captain America becomes the. Uh, yeah, I mean, because that's pretty anti-American sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's cool. I mean, it's a it's a big storyline to jump at, but I think it's an excellent way for. I mean, they can stretch it out. Then they've got their next bunch of years covered because it's a huge multi character storyline. And yeah, it's a it's a good way to put an end on this cast because mm-hmm. it'll just eventually be a little past the point of being able to do yeah. it. Like Robert Downey Jr. There's only a few more years that we can buy him as a superhero. I think. Uh, will this uh, it, d- like will this story easily dovetail with because they're doing the Planet Hulk thing, right? That's is th- is that just a rumor? Talk still? that's I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. They're going to do some stuff with Hulk. They've been talking about Planet Hulk, but that's just like <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a big animated movie of Hulk just punching people on a planet in the, somewhere in a, in a different universe. Which I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, <laughs> but they're like, they're, it doesn't fit in with the rest of the MCU. Okay. So they're probably, I would see it more likely that they're going to hitch Hulk to like some Guardians of the Galaxy type stuff. And well, then I think that bring was the back, intent, wasn't and it? And then they'll probably bring him back for something more like World War Hulk. Right. As opposed to Planet Hulk, where he just comes back and is like, you know what? You guys are all going to get fucked up now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. All right. I'm into that. Which was a fun storyline. It was all right. The first thing that happened in it was he shows up and finds Iron Man, and the comic ends, and then no one knew where Iron Man was for months. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> it just ditched him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, asshole. <laughs> You're going in the ground. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's fun comic stuff. Did you see the... Uh, the Daredevil Netflix series oh, yeah, photos yeah. Uh, they oh. released at Comic Con. Just a shot of the actor as uh, uh, Matt Murdock, just being normal, mm-hmm. and then a shot of him as Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a shot of him as Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> and what uh, what they're doing, which looks pretty smart, is uh, they're not jumping into the red suit with the horns and mm-hmm. the DD right away. They're 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 leaning on a uh, John Romita Jr. Frank Miller storyline, which is gritty as fuck. Uh, and it's just he's all he wears is black with like a black sash covering his eyes and the top of his head. So there, he just it isn't super superhero-y. It's more yeah. vigilante. And the other the promo shot for it is a black and white drawing, but the only color in it is the blood dripping off of Daredevil's hand. So they're definitely taking that dirty definitely. '80s comic book grit that Frank Miller, uh, yeah, 
which they really can, saved right? the character Netflix, with. So. So. Yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm fucking stoked for this. Yeah, I'm ready for this That'll show. That'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because I watched the first episode of that show, The Flash, and uh, that's really stupid. <laughs> now I'd heard uh, I heard somebody say that it was actually pretty good. He's well, no. <laughs> Some, I think somebody lied to you. You tried. You tried to be so diplomatic. Yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, no, he's stupid. It's just like, man, the Flash is just so hard to buy, and it was so hokey, fucking silly TV. You know, it's just uh, I don't like Arrow either. It's like a little yeah. stupid. Yeah. And it's like that, but with fast running instead yeah. of ar- arrows. <laughs> <laughs> They took the so, scripts from the arrow and press control uh, yeah. for yeah. and replaced yeah. arrow with running. It didn't right. always work. They were like, and then he shot his fast running at them. Right. <laughs> we get the gist of it. Yeah. Well, but playing his dad, playing the Flash's dad in this uh, show is uh, John Wesley Ship, <laughs> who played the Flash in the 1990 Flash Whoa. TV show, which is. Hilarious! Yeah, yeah. That show, the suit they had him in is just now. Like, is this like a wig? Yeah, the suit. They, if I if I remember correctly, just look. It looked like one of those Halloween suits yeah, where they have the, the uh, where they have the muscles yeah, sewn yeah. into it. Yeah. Now are it's they are look. they like winking? Like oh, I remember. Like well, like, I mean, yeah, it's definitely got to be. Yeah. Like, you okay. Know. Yeah. He wears the suit every once in a while. Yeah. Long, uh, yeah. So they're winking. Dad. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what else is going also on? Also in the news, Ghostbusters 3 right. seems to be more official this time with Paul it, And Fink. a reboot, not a three. They've all, yeah. Yeah, they've all said it's it's going, like yeah, Paul all Fink has cast. said, Katie Dippold has said, like it's, it's yeah. happening. Now, I... I, I'm, I won't. I don't care. I, I was, I don't know. I'm torn because I'm really... Stoked about the idea of an all-female Ghostbusters. I'm not. And I'm it really... Like, it seems like a gimmick. No, I'm into it. And I think... I I think uh, making it not necessarily like an extension of the original series is yeah, the best more possible like in idea. the same universe kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I think that's the best thing that you can do. With I this. think it sure. is the best thing you can. I do with think it. I don't. I don't. It, all an all ladies team is fine with me. What I don't like about this is Paul Feig. Yeah, I I just uh, don't I like feel the, like his because the, the heat wasn't good. No, it sucks. It's not just sounds... Paul Feig. It's Paul Feig and Katie Dippold because yeah. I mean they they did the heat together. Well, and remember that movie when, is so disjointed when the heat unlikable. was coming out. He was like, listen, you know, I you know, it's really important with these kind of movies, these action comedies from the eighties. You really got to have a story too and an element of danger. Yeah, and like talking about all the things that made Beverly Hills Cop and in another yeah. 40, and forty eight hours like great and, and running so scared. So you trusted stuff. what he was. Yeah, doing. but then he didn't do any of it. I'm like, do you even understand? And then so he's talking. About the Ghostbusters thing, and he's like, "Yeah, it's got to be its own movie, and you really have to have people not believe in the ghosts. Like, you yeah. got to have them sell this idea to people, and telling me all the things that I, I, I know Ghostbuster. Well, he's just telling me about Ghostbusters. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I saw Ghostbusters, and yeah. that definitely worked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah those are. But the I things feel like he's work. just saying, you know, a bunch of fucking hyperbole about, uh, yeah, you know, movies I'm, we love totally. And, and I think and he's I a worry lazy fucking that. filmmaker, man. He's just yeah. like, oh, I'll let them improv it. I don't need to, you know, write things. Yeah, I, yeah. it's it's like giving it to fucking Judd Apatow or fucking uh, Adam McKay or one of those guys, again, who just like you know, barfs everything onto the, like six hours onto a screen yeah. Yeah. and then cuts it down from there. And that's, yeah. that's, I don't know. It's just, it's not a, yeah. a style of filmmaking Definitely. that I, yeah, yeah. Respect I, I'm just, I, I'm excited. Like I was, I'd previously written off. Like I, I feel like I've said on the show before, just like, don't do Ghostbusters three. Stop talking about it. Dan yeah. Aykroyd and everybody. I don't yeah. want it to happen. Yeah. And now I'm weirdly excited about the potential. Does this mean no Aykroyd? 
I don't think so. Oh, I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll have a hand in it somewhere. Okay. Well, does this mean no Ray stands? Basically, then is he going to be some other fat old guy? I don't care about. <laughs> I don't uh, think. I, I don't think the, any of those characters are, are going to be involved at all. No, I don't that's think prob- so. That's probably for the best. And I, that's, if you're going to do I'm, it, like you have to steer yeah. really clear. And that's why I was like, okay, you're steering completely clear, and you're just doing your own thing called Ghostbusters with yeah. a, with probably a fucking great cast. I'm sure the so cast I'm, is going to be extremely talented. But again, it's it's that. Paul I know. Thing of yeah. like, well, I'm I'm excited about the potential, but worried that they won't write a good script like yeah. they didn't do for the Heat. I'd rather this than Ghostbusters three. I agree. Where yeah, the Ghostbusters new go to hell or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. That was what two was supposed. This to is like yeah. no, but yeah. like I like because when they were like, okay, here's the people attached to it. I was like, it's not Dan Aykroyd. I don't think Dan Aykroyd should be involved with anything. No, he, he was like, let's turn it into a Marvel universe. We'll have all these movies yeah. leading up to it. I'm like, no one is gonna go see any of like you. Ghostbusters at this point does not have multi-movie you know potential it even have, to like yeah i mean it, it doesn't even have <laughs> two tiered fan base doesn't even generally uh encompass the second one yeah. i mean no. you know like there are people who just like the first one like it, it's not a strong enough basis yeah. it is for me because i love the second one as much as i love the first one but um it's not a it's not a strong enough basis for that kind of a world. Yeah, they haven't set no, that up. You can't, and, and, and you don't have Bill and, Murray, so you've got nothing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what Dan Aykroyd yeah. wants. These dollar signs in his eyes, oh, thinking yeah. like this will this will all the vodka I can, make. I can fund. <laughs> Think of all the mediocre wine I could make. Get out of here, Dan. We don't Jesus want you to make Christ. Ghostbusters. It's like yeah, he's trying to leave a legacy of of <laughs> mediocre things. Yeah, I make an all right vodka. I make some all right wine. <laughs> I've made a couple of all right movies. I made a really good movie but i'm trying to ruin that yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, now that he's off ghostbusters 3 he's probably trying to get nothing but trouble 2 funded <laughs> i still got the dick nose in the yeah. closet <laughs> i'll put it back on for another spin around the boneyard or whatever that movie was about i wrote a movie called nothing but more trouble yeah <laughs> yeah gross no i'm i'm excited about the potential but worried about their yeah like yeah what's gonna happen uh, behind the scenes on the, the writing yeah it's gross yeah I just don't know. Um, Should we turn our attentions to something more musical? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, uh, Super good friends of the show, uh, Dream Jefferson, are releasing an album on October 21st called 32X. We've talked about their music in the past. Yeah. uh, If you're a longtime listener. That's right. We've even tacked a song on at the end of an episode or two Mm -hmm. on their EP releases. Um, But they have a new album, as I said, 32X. This is their first full-length album. Uh, it's coming out on October 21st, and we're going to talk a little bit about it because we've heard it. Yeah, right. yeah. So what? Okay, you guys heard it. What yes. did you? What did you think? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll jump in first. Yeah. I think it's fucking great. It it's is fucking really awesome. cool. I think it's, it's really I, good. Honestly, I think it's the best thing they've done. I think it is. And it's I can't kind believe... of a new. It's kind of a new direction. <laughs> it's but, a really yeah. new direction. But uh, like both of them, like in, in terms of rapping, have such a very specific style. Yeah. That I mean, their their fingerprints are all over it, but. Uh, but uh, it was produced by uh, Chris Sampson. That's right. Yeah, uh, friend, uh, friend of the show and friend of yeah. the also world. Also did Sampson. some work with that uh, lovely Champion Lover album. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't know who they are, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's sort of the uh, the go to guy in the scene. He's fucking yeah, just he's a great producer and a great professional. Yeah. For years. Um, uh, and uh, what was I going to say? Fuck no. Yeah, this is like full length album. They haven't done that yet. No. So. Yeah. The the fir- now the first song on this album is kind of like an introduction, and yeah. then the second song is kind of like a hype track about you know who they are and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and when I first listened to it, because it takes to the third track to really get like a 
like a really fast kind of like hype rap track i I was kind of like oh man this is a bit slow to start what am i gonna think of this but it makes so much sense because it's an album it is not an ep of three songs or four songs it's it's an album that eases you into it and then they start throwing like the left right hooks and it's got such a good flow to it and the dynamics moving up and down because there's songs in here that don't have rapping yeah exactly matt just sings and it's like hey buddy yeah yeah fucking great (laughs) yeah Yeah, cool moody shit like this feels like they've been building to this yeah yeah because they you know they started as a duo they started uh, adding like a guitarist and adding other members and now yeah. it's like here's their album as kind of incorporating all of the things that they've been playing with yeah because yeah. a couple of their older songs had that sort of like guitar and bass driven like new wavy gloomy kind of thing yeah and now on this song they have that song yeah that's like straight up not a rap song totally a pop song but yeah. like really gloomy totally. yeah. and now they're totally kind of like in, like you know making it work as a whole on an album yeah not just like here we have a song like this now and a song like that it's all like fused together yeah one of the hardest things to do when you're trying to make music on any level is really finding your own identity yeah and sounding like yourself naturally all the time and these guys are very very original there's such a yeah. specific thing to their sound that I, I couldn't really ever put my finger on because i mean I mean, when they first came on the scene, people were calling them like party rap or something like that, and like that's not it at all. No, no, but it's but at fun. The same time, it is, there's, but there's so much enthusiasm yeah, to it. That yeah, you absolutely. Get, you get where that misnomer could, could yeah, come for from. sure. But there's such an underlying, well, almost sadness to their music. There's yeah. a there's a real dark side to there's it. There's a yeah. harsh reality to what they're absolutely, yeah. and it either comes through in you know explicitly in the lyrics or it's in the tone of the music. There's yeah. a very strong emotional connection uh, it's, it's also not hard just... not to like if you see them live and you see matt fucking yeah just spazzing out in oh, like man. the most fucking yeah. in the most watchable way possible yeah yeah that is how you uh do a show oh absolutely <laughs> like what a fucking show um but but yeah like like it's it's little contradictions that, like that 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 i i think kind of make them a little bit deeper and, yeah. and and I've always kind of respected that about yeah. them. Yeah. And totally. that's how a whole album of 14 tracks really, well, they knocked it out of the park. It's really good. I like every song on here. Yeah. Um, any standouts for you guys? You know, like a, uh, I don't have the track I got the track me. listing in front of me here. Uh, I, I would go to track three, Light Therapy. I think yeah, it's just track just three ready was, to be a single. Because yeah, when track three <laughs> kicks in after those first two, you're like, damn. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> and then later in the album, track 11, uh, Goblin Shark Kids yeah, is yeah. fucking awesome. And I really got to uh, give some uh, credit where credit's due. A nice 30 Helens Agree reference in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, pretty this is good, the, Mr. Yeah. That's Collie. the thing about Dream <laughs> Jefferson is is even though there's the underlying kind of like sadness and bleakness and sort of you know all that yeah, stuff yeah. going on there if you like video games if you like i mean they named the album 32x yeah you know they still are dropping references to splatterhouse from the uh genesis and turbo <laughs> yeah, graphics 16 totally. uh, super rick and they're still doing all that kind of like oh yeah it's still you know, it's, it's still fun, fun. like it's not, that, it's not yeah. all like a big bummer rap no album or yeah. don't get no, me wrong but if you're like a huge nerd yeah you know if yeah. you like uh you know tokyo gangster cinema if you like like yeah. uh, you know, crazy oh my cult God, movies. Matt is fucking like crazy into Japanese Anime. cinema these yeah. days. If you like video games, if you like retro video games, you're gonna like the sounds on this album and the references on this Absolutely. album. Yeah. Twenty uh, first, it comes out. Yeah, October twenty first. You can go to facebook.com slash dream jefferson yeah uh if you want to check out their stuff yeah which and you we'll, do uh, yeah. you totally should. Yeah, and we'll, and ta- we'll tag a, a a song on the end of the episode here. 
I'm just waiting to hear back from them on which one. And if I don't, we'll just pick one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, they do have a band camp, dreamjefferson.bandcamp.com. The new That's one's right. probably not up there yet, but you can uh, check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Sweet. So great. Good stuff going on in uh, in this city for music yeah. this year. In this country, really. There's a lot of good Canadian music this year. Yeah. Pretty Man. fucking exciting. So much news to talk about. We're already at 40 minutes. Oh, my God. I feel like I wanted to bring up yeah. the MST3K stars to reunite for new Yahoo series from Paul Fig. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Paul Fig. Yeah, speaking but, of. Uh... I don't know. I could see maybe that working. If he's just really producing well. and it's still Mike Nelson, and yeah. what would be fucking ideal is yeah. if Mike Nelson and Joel Hodgson fucking banded oh, together. It's Joel Hodgson and Trace uh, Belieu. And Trace Belieu. Yeah. Oh, really? So Mike Nelson's not doing it? Yeah. Have agreed to appear in Paul Figg's upcoming Yahoo series, Other Space. You two, Yahoo describes the half-hour comedy set for spring 2015 release as a journey in unknown space set in the early 22nd century when the human race has mapped out most of the known universe failed to find alien life and frankly gotten a little tired of the whole thing that's all it says oh so it's not a mystery it's not Science msc3k thing. thing oh it's just yeah. the dudes just from. them yeah all right okay so well yeah i'll fucking definitely yeah. watch that mm-hmm. um speaking speaking of watch that did you watch that new john mulaney sitcom I did not. Yes, I did. Huh. I've seen two episodes of it now. I saw one. I'm going to give it as much of a chance as I possibly can. I'm going to let it's you figure it out. For I heard it's it was so bad. Yeah. It's, what the fuck? It's so bad. Uh, like, it got like a B on AV Club where they said like it gets better as it goes, but it, yeah, I've heard pretty much nothing but garbage reviews yeah, of it. Yeah, it gets a B for and it's just like, uh, and I like make no mistake. John Mulaney is one of my favorite stand-ups going. Uh, John Mulaney's new in town is one of the best. I've it ever just seen. came out. It just it just came out within the past couple of years, and it is one of my favorite all-time stand-ups. Absolutely, yeah. it's, it's so, brilliantly so funny. funny. I just watched and it again. Brilliantly a little while delivered. Ago. It's just it's it suffers from that uh, comedian uh, trying to adapt his specific jokes yeah to but they're being lines. too specific with it yeah. like they did it with Seinfeld and that's and it worked because they used the theme. but it, it started to work better when they started going off of his well sure but like, even at the beginning like there was a little bit of his stand up worked into the dialogue but mostly they were working on theme ideas like right. these situations yeah. that he would bring up you know this is just this is like, like literally he's telling his jokes yeah there's yeah. very little story it's like he, he walks in and he's like hey roommates joke <laughs> And then, oh, let's now. I work. By the way, I work for Martin Short. Yeah, yeah and really Martin, weird. Martin Short is just Martin Short in this, sure. in this show. And who's the guy who plays his buddy on it? That guy is terrible. Uh, which one? Seaton Smith. I don't know anybody's name. The guy who plays his roommate, or the guy who plays his weed dealer, or whatever. Roommate. Terrible. And the weed dealer's terrible too. The, oh yeah, they and also everyone's ter- Nassim Padrad is terrible at it. I'm not a fan of her. I no. was pleased to see she's not in the new SNL cast anymore. Yeah, but yeah. I mean and. Yeah, I was so disappointed. This is not the it, direction John Mulaney should have gone no, in. No, this Although, is the kind of show. And the laugh track is frustrating. I know he's a big yeah. sitcom fan, well, that's and he the wanted thing. it to be like that. But that's the, that's the disappointing thing, is that he is a big sitcom fan. And, and I mean, he, he knows, you know, he'll, he'll say, like, he knows everything about, you know, I don't mean to talk about him like I know him. No, no, I no. don't, but... Uh, but Why you, know, you don't? Uh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, he won't return my calls. Keep making up phone numbers, <laughs> and, uh, leaving messages. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, for somebody who loves sitcoms as much as he does, it's so strange that he's just made another, uh, uh, like, terrible sitcom. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. like three episode sitcom, and then 
Yeah, man. This is a bummer. To it. Yeah. I heard he was going to have a show, and I was like, right it. on. Then I saw the first, as soon as I saw the first commercial for it, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think I'm going to watch it. You made a mistake. Yeah, I yeah. am excited for Marry Me, though, with uh, Casey Wilson and Ken Marino. Oh, yeah. sure. That goes up on Hulu, I guess, when mm-hmm. this episode's out aired. I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely watch that, because it's David Casp, and, yeah. and I really, really enjoyed... Um, Happy endings. Happy endings. Although they said on the new comedy Bang Bang, they were like, David Casp, you know, you wrote the movie, uh, my, what's the fucking Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, you know? that's, that's my, my boy. boy. And I was like, yeah. oh, no. why do I like, <laughs> I was like, I like happy endings Why less would you now. tag that in there? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Um, but yeah. But so I'll look you that. had a movie to talk about, Casey, but I'm suggesting we wrap up Itty Bitty soon because it's almost been 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. We, we talk about three movies. What? For our okay. winner's choice, but do like, two of them fairly quickly yeah because you have one that you really want to talk about i have one that i don't think we'll have tons of stuff to talk about okay mm-hmm. yeah and is there anything else you want in itty bitty i don't think so because <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna do a horror movie but i feel like it we've been really we've long. Been going for a long time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah all right well i'm into that and, yeah, yeah. and actually uh i can cut short my um my my film roulette no because- let's just cut it all out yeah, uh, yeah. No, we'll okay. just leave you, yeah, out. you get Guys, out of here, maybe. You, <laughs> just cut out all my parts. <laughs> I'll go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> but we're gonna cut. No, we're gonna cut them out later. You have to do them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all right. Keep yeah. it sharp. So uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll sort of like keep it a little bit short because I actually um am am writing about it for the uh, oh amazing for the site. No. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. So should we get in there then? Let's get in there. Let's get in there. All right. <laughs> Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. Last week we picked the guest, but it's not out yet in Toronto. It's coming out soon, though, so we did a winner's choice. Casey and I saw whatever we wanted to see, and the loser has to go see something shitty. Greg saw Dracula, quote, should have left it, unquote, untold (laughs) uh, in theaters, a.k.a. Yo, Dracula. Yo, Yo, Dracula. The loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week last week. I like your cape. Casey gave us a Clash album that we will talk about, and then we will roll for our movies for next week. It's all very convoluted, but we do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, sure. So, sure. K- we, we, we picked the guest last week. Cineplex.com said it was coming soon. I think maybe it was a one-off screening. Uh, and it wasn't actually open. So, see, yeah. now Cineplex sometimes uses American distribution dates. I've realized. Yeah, so from now, I used uh, I used a different site and had okay. same uh, same action. Yeah. Well, yeah. from now on, I'm only going to Google what the Canadian distributor is for a film, and then go to their website and see what they have the data as, because that <laughs> seems to be accurate. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't open, so we did a winner's choice. I was super sick like all last week. Uh, if you listen to Time Bandit, so I spent the weekend at my parents, still sick. Um and and was happy for <laughs> you, the you aren't magically better when magically you saw better your a week later no faces <laughs> so I spent you know I watched a lot of stuff but I picked one of the Netflix picks of mine was my uh, my choice and Casey you you saw as I mentioned before a movie that I've seen that we can talk about plus another movie that you want to talk about yes so how should we do this uh well I'll start out with the one that I wanted to talk about but, yes but again we'll just sort of like uh, circle around it pretty quick yeah. Uh, I saw the movie Calvary. Okay. Mm, uh, dying to see that. I'm, yes. Yeah, because it's from the director of The Judge. Um, 
What? Not the judge. Uh, uh, the, the guard. guard. Yeah. yeah. Which I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. We're, this is my first. Uh, is it uh, John Michael uh, McDonough? Uh, let me see. I got it here. I believe it is. Yeah, John Michael McDonough. Um, so this yes. is Brandon Gleason and Chris O'Dowd. Uh, IMDb says, after he is threatened during a confession, a good-natured priest must battle the dark forces closing in around him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, without a doubt, one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. Uh, this... I've heard nothing but like amazing yeah. things, especially about Gleason. Uh, He's a great actor. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if he can be nominated for it or not. Uh, I really <laughs> hope so because... He is like it's hard to talk about it, and and again, I am writing a a, a short piece for for the the website about it. Um, it's basically like t- to me, it was sort of uh, uh, about the place of religion in today's society in in a society that increasingly rejects or doesn't need or finds unnecessary religion, right? Um, and uh, uh, so it, it basically, the conceit is that um, he is giving confession. Uh, he's a priest giving confession. And, uh, uh, you know, some unnamed, faceless person sitting in the confession booth uh, is like, um, I'm going to kill you in a week's time because I was repeatedly raped uh, uh, by a priest as a kid. So I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill a good priest um, uh, for, for the sins of a bad priest. Now, what do you think about that? And then he just basically has to go through the whole. So it's sort of like a, a who done it, yeah, right. sort of. But uh, uh, who's gonna done it? Uh, yeah. Who's who's gonna have done it? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a who who will have done it? Yeah, um, <laughs> when it gets done, who did it? who did who did it? <laughs> who did that? <laughs> um, but it's uh, but but it's really more about again. It's it, it's about how people. Uh, perceive religion and their and their need for religion uh, uh, in in kind of an increasingly I guess uh, 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 cynical society and also an increasingly tolerant society mm. uh, and, and tolerant of of virtually everything um, uh, like like it kind of tests the boundaries of 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 what religion can do for you as just a fallible human being. But, you know that's all really all I want to say about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the movie made me cry. Um, and I, I well, don't know. Listen, that's not a hard thing. Yeah, Bicentennial Man's yeah. on, and the waterworks are flowing. Are not very high. Sir. <laughs> well, the thing is, this movie is exactly like Bicentennial. Yeah, Man. yeah. That's what I heard. I didn't want to say it. A Variety said that in their. Oh, the robots gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's about how robots, robots view uh, religion in today's yeah. society. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this is definitely one of the best movies. Um, it's it's in my top five of yeah. the year. And um okay. and it just it's making me sad just thinking about it. Yeah. Okay, and also it's really it. weird as fuck. Like it's 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 so many levels, so many movies. I heard it was kind of f- darkly funny at times. It's extremely too. funny. Okay, um, it's extremely funny. It's extremely disturbing at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single performance is fucking amazing. Uh, Chris O'Dowd is fucking amazing. He's, amazing. He's so good. Oh, that guy's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, who who else? Dylan Moran is fucking fantastic. Oh boy! Just see this movie. Yeah, please. yeah. Um, I get a chance. So you also watched something now that I've seen. We'll meet in the middle here. Yes. You watched Blue Ruin. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I so when I watched this and talked about it on the show, I said I couldn't remember the last time that I sat down in my home to watch a movie and not once did I reach for my phone. Right. Which yeah. is something that I've had a hard time not doing these days. In the past two years, just like I'm pretty much 
always, you know, like 10 minutes go by and you're like, what's on my phone? Yeah. But that movie, I was just like, oh, fuck the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fucking amazing. I've yeah. seen half of it. Oh, yeah? Which yeah. half? Uh, <laughs> I skipped to the middle and watched the end. Yeah, it's sort of a mixed bag, like a mixtape, you know, or a shuffle when you put it mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Five minutes here, ten minutes there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't recommend seeing it that way. Uh, but, uh, yeah, know. no, I love this movie. There, there's one point. Like, it, it is almost like a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, uh, when, I, when I watched it, I was, I think I rated it on the site that, that I used to, like, keep track of what i would watch i think i rated it like four and a half but i was kind of like i don't know what i would change about this movie i pretty much like it all there's one thing that i would change and it's it's one line and it's so glaring for me i hated it so much because the rest of the movie everything the tone of the movie like at the very beginning he's this uh the main character is this drifter yeah Um, living in his car yeah just living in his car this bearded kind of uh um like like disappeared from society kind yeah. of drifter and the the filmmaking is so amazing uh because at, at the very beginning nobody has a face like mm-hmm. you see him go through and everybody is so peripheral yeah in his in his world that that nobody really has a face until somebody tells him something that yeah. is kind of and and they don't belabor that point or anything yeah. it's just something that i kind of uh, uh noticed that he, mm. he just doesn't recognize or notice people until he has this one mm-hmm. specific goal yeah and yeah. then and he's just all about that goal yeah. yeah um yeah there's just this one little you'll have to tell me because i don't i can't remember anything it, it, it's just a choice okay that that could have been it could have been i don't know there's no way for me to say this without <laughs> spoiling anything yeah, okay, yeah. So we'll this save is it just for a bunch air. of babbling right yeah. now yeah no but it, it's it's and it's like um it's one of those movies that does kind of end up, you know, in not like an action set piece at the end, but it does kind of rise to like a, you know, a shootout conclusion kind of thing, yeah. which a, a lot of people say about a lot of movies like I loved it until, you know, it became about people shooting each other. But this but with, doesn't this doesn't really do no, that. No, it doesn't really do that. But when it does kind of reach a kind of crazy conclusion, because I have heard people say that about this, like, you know, and then it becomes about like shooting or something, even if it's very brief. But I think it works so well because... Even though it's introducing characters that aren't in the movie near the end, Mm -hmm. because you're so already in the world of the movie, you're even almost caring about those people. Like like everyone in the movie seems so real because the movie is so perfectly toned that you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen to all of these people? Right. You know, even though I don't care about some of them because I think they're terrible and this guy's kind of terrible too. And you're like, it doesn't matter. You're like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. But just, it's just because of the situation. Yeah. The situation is built so perfectly. Totally. Uh, Yeah, man. Fucking great movie. I highly suggest it. And honestly, I think that the one problem that I have with it is just my problem. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's something that's going to ruin it for for, uh, anybody else. And this is such a fucking great movie to watch. Yeah. No, and it'll be interesting to see when when I think Cold in July, I don't know if it's out already on Blu-ray, but there are two movies that are kind of similar themed and similar sort of darkly crazy thrillers and it's it'll be interesting to see how people react to both of those yeah um cold yeah. in july that's is that uh sam rockwell no what it's am I uh don johnson and what's it what's his name uh, i'm thinking of galaxy quest <laughs> yeah you're thinking of galaxy quest yeah. no um no yeah it, it'll be interesting uh, to see that i i want to watch blue Rune again yeah yeah um oh yeah it's I'll, I'll i'll watch it again yeah 
So I think you, I don't know if you've all seen this, but I think, Casey, I think you brought this movie up that I watched briefly. I watched Drinking Buddies. Yeah. Because I've been meaning to watch it forever, and I was super sick, and I was at home, and I wanted something kind of easy. Mm-hmm. So I watched Drinking Buddy, Buddies, the uh, Joe Swanberg movie. Uh, it was on Netflix, and I was able to get in a Netflix pick. Yeah. Um, starring Olivia Wilde, Jake Johnson, Anna Kendrick, uh, Ron Livingston. About these uh, two friends that work at a brewing, a little indie brew house and their sort of relationships and their relationship to each other and kind of a bunch of crazy sort of interpersonal relationship stuff ends up happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I really, really liked this movie. It's great, eh? It's really great, but it was really hard to watch, I found. Really? And not in like a bad way, but so like this movie is so well made, lots of improv, but improv in the sense that it doesn't necessarily really feel all that improv You can tell they're kind of like having these kind of off-the-cuff conversations, but it's not sort of like jokey joke, joke, joke. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. It's not It's not quippy. Yeah, there's always a purpose because it's, behind because the scene it's meant regardless. To be, yeah, and it's, it's, meant to, it's meant to portray people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and it really does. Like, yeah, so like the, the casting nails it. You I know think, who I really like in this movie was uh, Ty West. Oh, he's so gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's also I was like, oh god, he's also like he's he's the gross guy you work with. Yeah, yeah. but also like he's like, all right, well, you can see why people still hang out. Like he's not exactly. just like this this fucking mustache twisting no, gross villain. guy. Yeah, uh, he's like, all right, I, I can see why people would tolerate this person. <laughs> yeah, um, hang out later. Why don't we get some drinks? See what happens. <laughs> um, no, like the casting's really good. I think their performances are all fantastic. I think mm-hmm. whatever script existed below all of that, I think as a framing device, really, really works and mm-hmm. tra- tells this really honest, true story, mm-hmm. true, true, true feeling story about like people and their relationships with each other. But there's this sort of uh, like fourth kind of unspoken thing going on through the whole movie not necessarily between the characters if you've seen the movie that you think i might be referencing but just like overall it's like these people that aren't communicating properly and aren't you know necessarily saying things when they want to be saying them do you think that's the larger message of this movie that 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 was our just, generation because our like you know in a broader know, sense our generation it has a weirder time communicating maybe but i just felt like all that because like you kind of know where the story's going even though it doesn't go to super predictable ways but there was just a lot of like oh fuck like it put me in this really awkward like uh, like weirdly sad by the end of the movie yeah. but but it's not a super sad movie but it just put me in this really weird place because there's kind of all this stuff going on that isn't really being talked about that you're just like you guys need to fucking figure all this out yeah. like oh my god you're ruining your lives by just ignoring problems and stuff it's right. really it's really really good <laughs> yeah it is it's yeah. a, uh, I did not find it hard to watch I found it really really watchable it's, and you're it, right no, like, it's, I mean, it's watchable but it just it was it, like I hear people say like Curb Your Enthusiasm it's so awkward I can't watch it or whatever and, I, and that's never bothered me so that this movie was kind of putting me in a weird sort of uncomfortable weird I feel like I understand that because they're making the wrong choices it's people making bad choices that I think I might make do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so I think it, it becomes kind of hard to watch like oh man if this person had just said this to this yes, person yeah. Then there would have been, you know, like the, the, there wouldn't have been this barrier between them yeah. that caused this thing to happen. Totally. Uh, mm. and, and I'm like, oh, like I can see that for you. Why can't I see that for me? Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it and it all it all feels true to all the characters in the movie. And yeah. I think the where the movie ends up is super true and it, it has kind of an abrupt ending. My dad was watching it with me and he missed the final scene. And if you've seen the movie, 
I won't spoil it, but like I tried to retell him the final scene, and it, you can't. It's one of those scenes where you're like, you, yeah, you know, they were sitting around, and this happened, and then that happened. And you're like, well, that doesn't mean anything. You're like, yeah, yeah you well, have to see it. That's not the <laughs> end of a movie. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, you have it to is. look at the yeah. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's really, really good, yeah, and and I can movie. see why people said it was one of his better, like mm-hmm. best pieces of work so far. He shows, yeah, really he shows up in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Truck driver. Yeah. No, really cool. Good Netflix watch. And and funny. Really funny throughout. And yeah. yeah. I I think Jake Johnson is just fucking great. Mm-hmm. I think he's... Uh, he's funny, uh, And, yeah. and uh, Olivia Wilde, too. Like, I always was a big fan of... Um, of like Ron Livingston and, and yeah. Anna Kendrick and, and but I didn't know anything that Olivia Wilde had done except for I always just kind of was like Olivia Wilde oh I guess she's probably just one of those like I'm pretty you I feel know? like a like, lot of people did that yeah. yeah and then I saw this movie and I was like oh no she's a thing yeah <laughs> she's, no, she's really really real great yeah. yeah yeah so three super amazing movies that everyone should check out well that sounds mm-hmm. great yeah now Greg saw one super amazing movie that mm. he had to check out yeah yeah I think. I saw it. Uh, hey, hey, look at this Dracula over here. Oh, yeah? yeah. Hey, why don't you tell me about Dracula? <laughs> Starring Luke Evans, uh, Dominic Cooper, Sarah Gaydon, uh, facing threats to his kingdom. I know kingdom, who all of those people are. And his family, <laughs> Vlad, makes a deal with dangerous supernatural forces whilst trying to avoid succumbing to the darkness himself uh-huh. and seeing a lot of bats. Yeah, all, a lot all of the bats trailers are just movie. like bats everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, PG thirteen, PG thirteen, yeah, fourteen, PG thirteen, yeah, um, yeah, directed by Gary Shore, whoever yeah. the fuck that is. Um, <laughs> what did he do? So I think he did Draft Day. <laughs> no, he did the Draft, the Draft, uh, the short film. Oh, well, which then, is nothing. whatever. So it's his first real movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in case you were, were like, what was Dracula like before he got a job or whatever, <laughs> being a Dracula? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before he was hired as <laughs> Dracula, you're hired. Yeah. You won't regret this. I'm going to be the best Dracula you've ever seen. Also, um, I'm going to bite your neck. <laughs> you're yeah. hired because I'm such a good Dracula. Pretty good. Promote that Dracula. Uh, <laughs> I'm the senior vice president Drac- of Dracula now. <laughs> Promote that Dracula to Jugula. Oh my god! And you all they and they keep you know they're showing you like where you are like you know up on the screen like at, at the bottom of the screen is Transylvania whatever and then goes to the castle like, Castle Dracula. I'm like yeah, Castula. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say Castle Castlevania, Castula, but Castula. whatever. Castlevania. Yeah. <laughs> so what? I don't know. So Dracula is uh, he's Vlad the Impaler, like yeah. we know. Yeah. And uh, he has freed his people from the Turks, but then the Turks are like, nah, well, give us the kids again. Yeah. We, want, we want a thousand kids to make into slaves. And he's like, but, and oh. uh, then he finds out there's a Dracula living in a cave. So he goes and he's like, hey, make me a Dracula so I can go. Uh, Is that what they call them? <laughs> Hey, can I be a Dracula? <laughs> no. Please. Uh, Please. Come on. Be your friend. I got to go fight this army. And it's like the first thing he thinks of. He's like, oh, shit, this army's coming. And he's like this uh, legendary, renowned uh, field general, warrior. And he's like, fuck, they're coming. I better, uh, go be a I better be a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's on his bucket list. Right. <laughs> yes. so, he always secretly wanted yeah. to be a Dracula. No so, chance. Uh, <laughs> I like the capes. There's already a Yo Frankenstein. I got to do something. Um, so he goes into this cave that he knows he knows there's a Dracula up there. And it's uh, Charles Dance, who uh, most people would know as uh, Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. Oh, Thrones. okay. Or uh, 
best known, I guess, is the bad guy from The Golden Child. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Casey. <laughs> you see where Casey says that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and he's this Dracula living in a cave, and he's like, if you drink my blood, you can have all my powers, which is like superhero stuff. Uh, Did but, he give him the blood in a bowl of oatmeal? Good night, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, drink my blood, and then uh, you, you get all my fancy powers, but... Uh, if you drink human blood, then you'll be damned for eternity, and this is you forever. Yeah. Uh, but if you can abstain from it for three days, then everything's totally cool. <laughs> uh, what? All right. So he's got to not. He's got to try really hard not to drink blood. <laughs> Honestly, this wasn't the worst. No. Oh yeah. I like I, I, the first half an hour. I was like, I'm down for this. Okay. It's shot okay. It's really like underworldy. I yeah, like a little like bit, but not. It doesn't movies. go too far into that. They're really trying to really stuff. frame some shots, but okay. I was like, then you're trying to make this look comic booky or gothicy, and I'm like, I'm into it. It looks yeah. all right. That what uh, Luke Luke uh, what's his name? Skywalker. Luke, <laughs> I'm here to rescue you. <laughs> Luke Evans. He's he's not a bad actor. He's got enough of a presence anyway. You know that. I was like, this is fine. But once he turns into a Dracula and he's trying not to drink blood and it's like he's got to save his family from the Turks and he's like, I'm bored. Yeah. And mostly what he does as Dracula is turn into a whole bunch of bats and zoom. <laughs> Fly somewhere? Yeah. You know, he flies around and he fucking, and he, you know, you know, the Turks are coming and he's like, I'm a bunch of bats. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, We're afraid of bats. Yeah. <laughs> Our one weakness. Oh, it was bats. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, if this was on like Netflix or like Superstation or something like that, and you were like, I don't know where my remote is, you wouldn't be, you know. (laughs) I feel, yeah, well, you've used that before, right? Have I? That's one of your ratings. You're just like, if you can't find your remote and this is in front of you. It's not the worst. Yeah, you know, there's a. That's totally You need to keep better track of of your remote. remote. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Listen, it's not good, but it's not awful either. You've also used like, yeah, you know, if your wife fell asleep on you and you can't reach the remote. (laughs) Oh, you know, I did that this weekend. Oh, really? When I was watching. Watching Mulaney, and then I saw a show because I couldn't reach the computer. It just went to next like it show. Went to, oh, well, I thought it was just going to give me another Mulaney, but it just jumped to some other show. Like, well, you didn't like this crappy show? How about this one? This yeah. crappy show. I watched uh, pi- uh, the pilot episode of something called Manhattan Love Story. Oh, yeah, oh. Don't, don't watch that show. Yeah, yeah. no, on that's, its face, that sounds like a bad idea. Fucking terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, how many Draculas are in that? None. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. So, how many yeah. people are a bunch of bats? At least uh, nobody turns into any bats. Ugh. How are you supposed to fall in love with Manhattan if you get into a bunch of bats? <laughs> what kind of love story is that? <laughs> god, please. Um, yeah. So I don't know. In case it's this. I just don't. I didn't care about yeah. anything. But he cut some guy's arms off. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's PG-13 though. So is it, it cool looking? When there's he cuts no the dude's blood arms in off? it. But I mean, a lot of people get killed. But it's just another movie where it's like Dracula's is cool. Uh, Isn't it cool? Like all these cool Draculas. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm like, I'm tired of not scary vampires. You know. Uh, Does Dracula at any point say, meet to get jerned? Uh, what? No. <laughs> does oh, meeting it, a jerk. Yeah. Does at any point does he throw a d- piece of dynamite into <laughs> a child? Like me take a something. Me take a journey. <laughs> <laughs> me, Dracula. Yeah. Me take journey. 
<laughs> yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't blow up any uh, tree houses and say, meet to get John. No, no, it's a bummer. God damn it. I know, that Dracula is much better. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's really, I'm, I'm going to forget. It's a good thing I saw it today, because by okay. tomorrow I will have forgotten everything that happened to this movie. Hmm. But look, it's not good, it's not bad, it's not really anything to think about, except they're definitely trying to set up a little franchise here. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they're doing the... Well, they're always trying to do that. But, yeah, yeah. The... but I mean, it ends with a, and get ready for part two. Yeah. Because uh, it... Dracula turns to the screen and goes, "Get ready for part two. Part two, I'm going to be even more bats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the battening. No way. <laughs> yeah, a one bigger bat. But he was already so many bats in this movie. <laughs> well, it, it for, if you listen to the latest episode of Mammo, they talk about like mega franchises. Yeah, the episode's called Yo Mega Franchises because it's specifically basing it around like what they're doing by saying here's I Frankenstein yep. here's Dracula Untold yep. we're gonna do like the mummy we're gonna do all these movies and eventually they will like lead up into something where they all cross over is this right. all part of that let's bring back all the classic yes. monsters is I Frankenstein part it of is. that is it yeah it, they try and it you saw be. that it is yeah it, it, at the end was it like <laughs> and t- stay tuned for more wacky Frankenstein adventures I don't more hoodies I, I don't remember I think they're <laughs> I think they're like basically rebooting all of the classics well yeah they yeah. are I mean, they they're doing gonna... like a they're doing like a, an actual mummy thing. I think they're yeah. doing like a creature from the Black yeah. Lagoon yeah. thing, like and the Universal gonna, Monsters. It's going to lead this... into like a bigger universe. But and how can this be? This is the way they're doing it. Yeah, it's that weird. could be such a cool thing. It could be. But while well, they've made Frankenstein just like a you know guy with a hoodie and like, yeah, I don't have a job. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, like I might sleep on your couch. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. So like, he's out of a job. He's got to sleep on Dracula's yeah, couch, yeah, and right. it's full of bat guano. And he's uh, like, what? Yeah. But how, what are the, so what are they going to do with the creature from the Black Lagoon? Is he going to be like, you know, I work in a record store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was in love I once. Was, I was a fan of their early work <laughs> when they were a little bit more raw. They make him hip and weird. Huh? Yeah. It's going to be a lot like singles. They're going to give him a uh, flipper t-shirt. <laughs> I will watch that movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to recommend this to anybody. No. Yeah, you know. But you didn't have but the worst time ever. I've seen much, much worse vampire movies, and uh, uh, you know. Have you whatever. seen any of the Twilight movies? Yeah, I saw the first one. Hmm. Yeah, that's a. And stupid... I saw the last one. <laughs> so I think that's all. You gotta watch <laughs> the middle, buddy. <laughs> all right, you gotta watch. I gotta watch the all the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. Those movies are. T- this is much better than Twilight. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you go into that movie with, like expecting what you're basically telling me, I could see just be like, I need to waste some time. To yeah, like, and it's yeah. ninety minutes, just like yeah. in and out. It was really, really speedy. Yeah, because he climbs up to find that Dracula in the in the cave like pretty fast yeah it's like his first instinct just like <laughs> oh no <laughs> i gotta go up to I, better, dracula. I better just become a dracula <laughs> yeah. just in case <laughs> yeah um this is way a different option you know like come on man speaking of weighing <laughs> yeah, what's your, what's your, your options you yeah. could be oh, a man. mommy <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's plan b speaking of weighing your options yeah. You might want to weigh your options and not listen to the album we might want, we are about to talk about, right. or maybe you will want to weigh your options and check it out. Right. Our discussion will let you know. Yeah, how's yeah. that for a segue, Casey? Not why did you give us good. the album, <laughs> you bastard? That um, you gave us. I gave you the album "Cut the Crap" from 1985. Hey, by the Clash. The Clash. Cut uh-huh. the crap. Hey, the Clash. Why don't you cut the crap? <laughs> um, See that crap. 
You cut, cut it. it. Why don't you cut it? <laughs> the Clash. Um, and Ackerman. I give you this uh, uh, album because it keeps showing up on the worst albums of all time list. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I wanted to find out why. Yeah, because, and you never heard it? Um, I, I mean, I've heard lackluster Clash songs before. Sure. Had you and heard Are You Red? E. E. e? Yeah, I don't understand no. why they did that. Um, I, uh, okay. For the listeners, the title is Are You Red? Dot, dot, dot. E. Why? Oh, yeah. Are You Red? Why? Uh, why? Um, because I'm embarrassed. All right, stop <laughs> calling attention to it. I right. fell asleep in the sun. <laughs> um, um, worst I, albums of all time. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair at all. It's just like not a good Clash record. Oh, it's, it's just a, disappointing it's because very, of the Clash. It's I, not a good record. It's no, it isn't record. good. But it's, why isn't it good? Is it all the uh, drum machine? Is it all the beats? synthesized all horns? The weird, <laughs> say, uh, I thought that. I, I no, I thought that uh, that one more. Um, I thought that Mick Jones was gone at this point. He was, yep. and I thought that he was gone because yep. Joe Strummer yep. had a big problem with, with his, his interest in yeah. in electronic music, which is hilarious. Because well, what happened? What's going on here is. Joe Strummer, uh, yeah, he freaks out about the synthesizer. He fires Jones. Yeah. Hires some guys. And he's like, we're just doing, like, back to basics. Just back to basics. Or, or, like, I don't want to try very hey hard. Hey, guys, <laughs> cut the crap. Yeah. Back but then to his basics. parents yeah. died. Uh, and so Strummer was in this massive depression. Yeah. And he really only did, like, half the album and, like, fucked off to, like, Italy or something. Yeah, like to that. sit right. under a tree and cry, according right. to Wikipedia. <laughs> wow. And yeah. uh, so the their manager produced the album and finished the album rearranged all the songs changed the name of the album yeah changed it was it supposed to be called out of control but yeah. then he changed it to cut the crap which i which is funny i read that this week and i was like that makes sense because i've always thought like it's a bad it's already a bad album but it just doesn't seem like no. joe strummer would be like you know what the album's called cut, cut the crap man <laughs> You know, I've been think, thinking we should cut the crap. I think it's yeah. a society, man. Yeah, we should, they cut, should the cut the crap, crap too, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I always found that weirdly incongruous. But yeah, uh, yeah. and also, I mean, uh, uh, do, now the the manager produced the album. Yeah, can he hear sounds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because this is a, the most poorly produced album. Oh, it's terrible. It's like, Very bad. And the synth hits are really. Random, it, random, yeah. and then and and weirdly out front, and then yeah. sometimes there's just zero vocals. You yeah, hear some vocal going on in the yeah. Yeah. And He added all kinds of all the a lot of the gang vocals, all the stuff gang vocals to fill stuff out because Strummer didn't finish things. Yeah, right. Uh, Bernie Rhodes is who we're talking about there, who produced it and was their manager and was instrumental in getting Mick Jones out of the band. Yeah, um, yeah, because it, the the production, like the the guitars, are very thick. And Strummer didn't really play guitar on this album either. Um, yeah, I could see that. He just was like, nah. Because it doesn't sound like him. No, no. Uh, it just sounds like a lot, like a big wall of sound kind of guitar sound. Yeah. But it's also very dead and well, muffled yeah. and boring. Well, they were like, well, get fucking Mick Jones out of here. How, how hard is it to write yeah. a punk song? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's it's what fairly hard to write a good punk song. Yeah, if you've never listened to punk before, which yeah. apparently. I like, that, I like that that's a direct quote. <laughs> that yeah. Clash associate Cosmo Vinyl commented, "We didn't think any. We, we thought anyone could write a punk song. That was our oh. mistake." <laughs> <laughs> and and weirdly, there's songs on here. What's uh, what is it? Uh, um, 
Dictator, Dirty Punk, We Are the Clash, Are You Red, E, Cool Under Heat, Movers and Shakers. Movers and Shakers, that's what it is. Movers and Shakers almost sounds like somebody trying to write a really bad Elvis Costello song. Yeah, I can see that. Um, There's a couple songs on here. Like, I, I understand... Why it shows up on the worst albums of all times because of like the expectations behind it. Yeah, Yeah. because of London Calling. But it's not London Calling. It is a really weird album with weird experiments and synthesized horns and and lots of and drum machines. But then every every once in a while it stumbles into an okay song, okay to good song. Yeah, but for them finger popping. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) No. Man, that song sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like yeah, I that's think a it candidate was, for uh, this might be the worst album of all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I th- like Dirty Punk, the second song. Like the first song's kind of weird, and then Dirty Punk. I was like, okay, I can kind of see this like three chord kind of clashy song. It's not the worst. It's not the best. But I was kind of like, this is okay. Yeah, we right. the Clash is awful. We are the Clash is no good. It's just silly. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like that sounds like I, something that Joe Strummer had nothing to do with at all because I, yeah. there's a lot of gang vocals in that. Oh, yeah. And it sounds like, when I say gang vocals, it sounds like they've got uh, 70 to 100 people like fucking just jammed into a room and then a microphone like a mile away from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, the production is just so... Yeah. This uh, is England. Arguably, I guess it was the single, and arguably, it's I, the best song it's on here. Probably the best song on here. Yeah. Which, what? What is we, this? Is England? Yeah. This, this is England. England. Yeah. 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 It is the best song, and actually, uh, if it was on another Clash album or a Clash album and yeah. produced differently, sure, I might. Yeah. Have yeah. Time yeah. For different it. production, sure. And I guess three card trick, I'm all right with. But that's about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just a really uh, bizarre album to listen it, it's to. It's really, it's, it's really a really off-putting. weird thing to listen. Yeah. yeah, it's quite off-putting. Yeah, because it's not, it's, uh, there's no obviously there's no direction to the album. No, no. And it's like one song has these gross again synthesized horns and and you know super loud drum machine pushed up to the front. Yeah. And then just you don't even there's no hooks on yeah, some that of them. Drum machine sounds terrible. The drum machine doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Meandering on some of the songs, and then there's weird shit like finger popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds he like he was what supposed it is. to finish the album, and he was like, "Oh shit, I totally forgot to finish yeah. this album. What do I have around my house? Okay, I've got a shitty drum machine. Yeah, and uh, a guitar, <laughs> yeah. and I've got uh, seventy to hundred people in my bathroom. Yeah, it pretty much it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a band who are on the cusp of breaking up. One of the member. Is uh, in Italy crying. Is in Italy tree. crying because of you know horrible things happening in his life, yeah. and they had some scraps of songs, and a producer had to sweep them together. Yeah. And some of the members left. It no, sounds no, exactly not like not a producer. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. somebody had to do some that. guy. Yeah. yeah, it was bizarre, and I, yeah. I probably won't listen to it. No, never I again. I, I listened to it. Uh, I don't know when I first got into it or got into it, <laughs> tried it out. Ten years or something ago, I yeah. had no idea. It was in a bargain bin. I'm like, how bad going to be? I like the yeah, Clash. Yeah. I, was like, I, I thought I might enjoy it because a lot of people said it's not really a Clash album. It's like a Joe, Joe Strummer solo, solo album. album. Like his first like, no. <clears throat> which is what people said about Trump Lamond with the Pixies. And I'm like, yeah. well, I like that a lot. So. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, this isn't a Joe Strummer solo album. This is a Joe Strummer gave up on an album. And yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Joe Strummer it. absent album. Yeah, yeah. It's like so- ideas for songs and, ugh, so yeah. bad, so crappy. The Just cut the crap here. Yeah, yeah come can on. We, can come we on. just cut this crap? Well, yeah, cut the let's crap cut this crap. And tell us what album you're giving us, Greg. Oh, uh, yeah, Greg. Well, you know, I was, I, I just had no idea. Okay. What? <laughs> 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 All right. All right. I Jesus. Had, I, I just really no idea already. what I was going to give you guys. I was... Uh, 
I didn't really think about it too hard this week because I was like, well, cut the crap. That'll be interesting to talk yeah, about yeah. and whatever. And, Ugh. you know, this Dracula wasn't so bad. But I was just like, I I'm can't dreading it already. anything like really good. I mean, there's some newer albums I've been liking. And I guess we could talk about that. But I'm like, I felt like, that's eh, sort of boring. Yeah. And then on my way here, I thought of something hilarious. <laughs> Okay, now I'm starting to get excited. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you should be all that excited. Um, well, uh, how do I just? No, uh, well, I just. Well, you know what? L- listen, how you know, ma- you know how magical 1999 was for music, right? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah probably a, the golden age. Yeah, of you know, music yeah. I love I love years like 89 and 99, where like everyone's really locked in on a style and a <laughs> yeah, groove, and yeah. we know what we're just doing. Great, really, really good. Yeah, and it's like, what if you could get like get a bunch of cool stars from around then all on one album? Yeah, and, you know, under. But if you could get a really great musician to mastermind the whole thing, like like. <laughs> Tommy Lee. So why don't you guys listen to Methods of Mayhem? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, great. That yeah. is fucking awesome. Get dude. naked. Get right to spot to hit the spot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I love that because that... Uh, that um hey listen entertainment weekly says b minus oh man <laughs> <laughs> that uh, video did they give Melania yeah. is so uh perplexing yeah <laughs> because it's like all right well you know fred durst is there and lil kim yeah yeah and um and then there's just some guy in a visor <laughs> like and he, he he just showed up like there's so many people that i'm just like I don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the weirdest fucking thing. And, like, Tommy Lee just clearly has no idea what's going no, on. No. Oh, boy. I'm excited to hear this whole I'm album. I'm excited for you bizarre. guys to hear it. I don't know what the rest of the album's like. I'm sure great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all going to be great, but slightly less good yeah. than Get Naked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And George Clinton? Yeah. Why not? And I don't even think he sings or anything. He just says, I'm George Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go to sleep again. <laughs> Let me know when everybody's naked. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that one girl. Somebody say something about naked? <laughs> anyway, see ya. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, so yeah. please enjoy. That That's going to be bizarre. Yeah, yeah that is going to be, that's going to be really weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't believe we haven't gotten at this already. Yeah, it just popped into my head and I'm like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's going on. Well... You know what else is going on? We're rolling. Yeah. Let's get to rolling this uh, d- nine-sided <laughs> die. Uh, sure. So the loser this week, I feel like, has to be the best of me. The oh, Nicholas yeah. Sparks uh, Nicholas Sparks? Yeah, I don't want yeah. to see that. Yeah. Now, James the, Marsden? Yeah. No, thanks. We always pick Nicholas Sparks movies. I always end up having to see them. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Don't want to jinx myself. Knock That's on. Exciting. Whatever that is. What? Mm-hmm. Um... So what should we pick for the winner? Are we going to circle back on the guest, or are we going to do a winner's choice because Fury is coming out, and that looks like it could be all right? Uh, it could be. What do you think? What's uh... Aside from that, it's not much. No, yeah. it really yeah. isn't. Uh, winner's choice? Yeah, I guess well, winner's, choice. winner's choice. And then say, like, if you feel like Because you've seen the guest yeah, already. Maybe so I'll go see you the Fury. You, or, yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. So right. winner's choice, probably skewing towards those two because they're the major... The major ones out there. Yeah. Um, cool. Casey's going to roll first with the nine-sided die. I am. Nine-sided die. <laughs> Are we rolling yeah. on this? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like this little tray action. That's oh, a two. That's a, a two. two. I don't want to see a Nicholas Sparks oh, thing. Yeah. No, I, ha- I have seen oh, one already. You're going out. That's a six. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Give me that thing. That's a five. That's right. Damn it. Yeah. 
Finally, somebody else gets to go see uh, some <laughs> no, stupid had, Nicholas Sparks. No, I've had Sparks to see thing. a Nicholas Sparks thing. Cry your little eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I saw Miley Cyrus do. Uh, oh Nicholas yeah, yeah. But the, was that Nicholas Sparks? Where she was like in music school or something? Yeah. yeah. Is that what it was? I don't know if that was Nicholas Sparks. Oh, I'm like ninety percent oh, sure it, okay. it was. I don't know. I just know I've seen like four. It had his stink all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, I'm glad that I yeah. won again. <laughs> I am not. Uh, yeah. Fuck, come on. Get naked. Yeah. It's going to be a great week. In protest, I'm going to get naked. <laughs> to review that album. Yeah. I'm going to put my visor on upside down and I'm going to get naked. Whoa. And you're going to have little like uh, lens flares blur oh, out all just, the nudity like in the music yeah, video. Yeah, just <laughs> all over my nipples and dick. <laughs> what about your peach pit? Uh, <laughs> you're going to let nope. that out for all to see? I would like everyone to see my peach pit. <laughs> Natural. Speaking of Peach Pit. Peach Pit. Let's, Joey Tata. Let's get into 90210. Yeah, relay. Hey, guys. Guys, before this starts, I am going to pee. Okay. Did you put the music in last week for peeing? Okay, we'll do it again. Oh, we're back. Yeah. What are we whistling? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would we uh, whistling? I don't whistle. Uh, I just go. Ooh. It's the code for I'm done peeing. <laughs> yeah, uh, because we need a code for that. Yeah. <laughs> um. I won't stop otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Is that also going. the code for Hey Greg, stop peeing? <laughs> oh, okay. Just let me pinch it off. You got nothing. <laughs> Ew. That was unfair. Somebody give me a rubber band. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's just Gross. an endless supply. Yeah. I shouldn't even have gone there. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Nine oh two. Yep, I got my fucking scrap paper written on like envelopes and like <laughs> bank statements. Yeah, you're like a Some, drifter yeah, taking notes on a TV show. Someday, like <laughs> like a drifter writing notes for nine oh two one oh. Just know, like a drifter. You know that scene in the Hitcher when he drifts along and watches nine oh two one oh and yeah. <laughs> takes notes. No, I just like that. Someday, someone's gonna like. Find a pile of your 90210 notes and be like, some 90210 serial killer was here. Yeah, yeah you got to start scattering these things around but the city. They'll find them after I uh, murder everybody yeah. in 90210 related ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He forced them to surf on crazy waves, <laughs> Dylan style. Um, yes, this album. Album? Where am I? <laughs> what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Podcast? What? Oosh, 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 oosh. Yeah. All right. Uh, this episode. Uh, oh, what was it called again? Da- Some about David. Anyway. Oh, David's in the title. Oh yeah, David's in the. T- David Holy is in shit. the episode. Well, actually, this album or album. <laughs> ah, oh, did you listen right. to an album instead of watching doosh, an episode? Doosh, doosh. I, I had a very long day at work today, <laughs> so I'm like half asleep and super caffeinated. Yeah, I'm checking out the. Uh, I gotta know. I really like knowing the. Uh, Titles, yeah. yeah, it's something. David Beach blanket, David. <laughs> yeah, let's just David, call it that. Uh, the party fish. Party time, <laughs> yeah. David hour. David fish. Oh, uh, what do we got here? Party fish, anaconda. Play it again, David. Play it again, David. Oh, yeah, God. and that comes into play later on in the episode in a really fucking weird and convoluted way. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yep. All right. Sounds great. So we start out, and Andrea and Brenda are coming out of their acting class. 
Right. And Andrea is... Anecdote class. Sorry, anecdote (laughs) class. Yeah. Well, no, it's become quite an acting class. Oh. Because Andrea is concerned that uh, the acting teacher made her uh, act like a duck. What? Um, Uh. Because she's ugly. (laughs) She's like, why did he make me quack and be a duck? Is it because I'm ugly? I'm like, yeah. That's probably why. Uh, <laughs> Kelly picks them up and tells them that they're stupid for acting. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good input. Yeah. What so, did Brenda act as? Uh, oh, it's not uh, clear. Oh. Uh, I think she just smelled a coat. I don't know. <laughs> That'll oh, be a, I think she smelled a goat. All right, That'll old be a lady, you'll be the duck, and Brenda, you'll be the mm, crooked eye coat smeller? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you Brenda, just, I don't care what you are. <laughs> Brenda, see. you just stand in the corner, smell a coat, and be a bitch. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so Kelly's coming to pick up... Um, uh, Brenda, because they're going to go to the beach country club, beach club, and have lunch with Callie's mom. So uh, so they all sit down, and they're having lunch, and they're looking at the menu, and Kelly goes, oh, look, Brenda, they have something called a surf burger. I wonder who they named that after. And I'm like, well, surfing is a generic thing that many people enjoy. It's, In so it's California. Pro- yeah, yeah. It's probably not named after your stupid ex-boyfriend. Because that's what they're implying. That uh, Because after that, there's a yeah. long montage of Dylan surfing. Right. And, being, and just generally being wet. Well, I think it was a pretty big thing in the early 90s for restaurant chains to name burgers after teenagers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially teenagers who aren't famous or notable in any way. You've clearly never had a Dan Burger. Have you seen who's that guy surfing out there? You think he's a burger? But he looks he looks delicious. Put some cheese on him. And Wait a I minute! I gotta I go back idea. to my restaurant. And name <laughs> name burger after this moment. But again, it's just called Surf Burger. Like it could just be like it's like if I if I had a restaurant and I was like, oh, I got this uh, wearing a shirt burger. Yeah. it's obviously named. It after could Greg. just be like a salmon burger. Hey, I'm yeah. Surf Burger. You like surf and turf or whatever. Yeah. But no, it's obviously named after Dylan. Yeah. So, anywho. It's not like it's the French fries and a cheeseburger and a hotel sadness burger. (laughs) Yeah. That's obviously about Dylan. Yeah. Uh, My parents don't love me with cumin. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, so anyway. So, uh, Andrea comes along because she has to talk to Brandon about something. And so, she finds Brandon and says, hey, Brandon, uh, can you be a big brother? And he's like, no. And she's like, do what? it. And he's like, all right. Oh, like the program? Yeah, the program. Mm. She runs the program or she something. She big brother. I know, we, I know we didn't bang, so will you be my brother? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're my brother, we'll fuck. Because yeah. <laughs> I know what goes on in your family. Um, so, uh, uh, so he's like, no, I don't want to. And she's like, come on, do it. And he's like, all right. Uh and then, uh, so then we cut back to Kelly's mom, and she's, is he purring, or, or do you think I he's going to talk he wants to anything, Seeing no. if Frank wants to say anything. Yep. Yeah. Well, he didn't see this episode. He doesn't. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we cut back to Kelly's mom, and she's eating her chicken salad, and she breaks a tooth on the what? chicken salad. On chicken salad? Yeah, because there's a bone. weak teeth. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, was that, mayonnaise and parts of chicken meat? Yeah. Um, Softened parts of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's bone, she breaks her tooth. Oh. And then this oral surgeon comes over, and mm-hmm. he's like, excuse me, I'll fix your tooth if you go out with me. And she's like... Where did he come from? She's like, charming. Okay. Uh, and then, turn, guess who it is, guys? 
Guess who the oral surgeon who? is? Oh, yes. the burger Dylan. they ordered. Uh, you're, you're right. <laughs> no, guys, it's David's dad. Oh. oh. Um, and she's like, "Ooh, gross, David. He fucking sucks." And then, but the dad, <laughs> well, she doesn't say that. It's implied. Um, she orders the burger that's called David, yeah. the David Sucks Burger. <laughs> um. So uh, David's David's dad keeps talking about how cool David is. Yeah, you must know David Silver. He's very cool. Uh-huh. Like, no, that's weird. <laughs> no, he's a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, <laughs> later on, Kelly is complaining about how her mom's going to go out with David's dad, and she's like, uh, "Oh my God, Brenda! It was you should have seen it. It was just like a David Lynch movie." I'm like, uh, uh, no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> nothing like a David Lynch movie. You just are vaguely, or the screenwriter's just vaguely aware of, of who David, David Lynch, Lynch is. being a thing about weirdness. Yeah, that might be weird yeah. or something. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, way to drop a name you don't understand. Um, and then we cut to Brandon, and he is going out on a date with his uh, little brother. And well, Wait, going, uh, well, they're going uh, rollerblading. Who's going on a date? Brandon with his little brother. Oh, the little brother that yeah. he's. Not oh, I get it. He's sorry. a big brother. I was really lost. It's not like there. a romantic date. No, no. What? Um, sorry. I'm, well, you know what? I don't want to limit. Them. So he said yeah. yes to the brother thing. Yeah. What are you? Uh, okay. What are these notes written on? What is that? Well, uh, you have a lot of stuff in your hands. So yes, yeah, so I've know. got Some a couple of, of are, bank statements. Right. Uh, well, the almost. What are we currently reading from? What am I currently reading from? Uh, this yeah, piece of paper, Just uh, paper? It's scrap paper. I believe it was a pull sheet from uh, my job. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, Dylan Carry goes on. on over to three hundred and forty-two dollars, <laughs> and he uh, <laughs> goes down to Deposit Street, and <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah, so he goes to pick up the kid, and the mom comes to the door, and she's smoking. And I was like, "Oh, weird! Somebody's smoking." Mm-hmm. Um, and also bitching because she's a bitch. Yeah. Uh, and the kid's name is uh, Felix, and he goes, hey, Felix, how's it going? And the kid's like, it sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, that, that kid is awesome. Yeah, that kid his own show. Yeah. Um, That'll so be his catchphrase. Go- it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> People will be eating it sucks burgers before the end of the week. <laughs> uh, so they go rollerblading, and the kid is an asshole. Um And he's, like, knocking people over and shit. And he's like, why don't you fuck off? I'm not a charity case. And uh, Brandon's like, all right, well, I don't need this. And uh, so then Steve is talking to Kelly, and he goes, hey, do you think David's dad is going to fuck your mom? And she's (laughs) like, ah, the whole thing is ruining my life. And I'm like, you're dramatic. Uh, This is so David Lynch. uh, Oh, my God. It was so weird. It was something like out of a David Lynch movie. (laughs) Although I don't know which one because I've never seen one. (laughs) Uh, So then Brandon calls Andrea. And is like, hey, this kid is a royal pain in the... Because the kid is right behind him. Uh-huh. And the kid's like, look, I'm sorry I suck so much as a human being, but uh, maybe I can come to work with you sometime. And Brandon's like, all right. So then the next day, he just... Uh, oh, no, 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 wait. We're not there yet. Uh-huh. Uh, David's dad shows up for the date. And, um, and he just says something really weird. He's like... Uh, Oh, Kelly, uh, you know, it was nice to see you again. Uh, yeah, David really likes you a lot. Like, a lot. Like, he likes you a lot. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, if the videotape he showed me tells me anything, it's that <laughs> he likes you a lot. I'm like, your kid is fucking creepy. How do you not see that? And he's like, and the thing about David is that once he's your friend, he's your friend for life. Oh, God. And he says it in this urgent way that I'm like, all right, well, I, I don't know what's going to yeah. happen here, hmm. but I like where it's going. <laughs> it doesn't end up going there, which is disappointing. 
Um, so, yeah. So then Brandon is at work, and the kid comes with him. And the boss is like, hey, how come you brought a child to work? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. That's a fair question. Please don't bring some random children to work. What's Especially his name? if they're assholes. What's his name? Might make a burger out of him. <laughs> I make a burger out of him. Uh, he's a waiter, right, at the Cabana Club or whatever? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's yeah. like a he's like a Cabana boy. Right. All waiters need a child. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. To make burgers out of. Sure. <laughs> you, you might say we made burgers out of your little brother, and we're eating him right now. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So, he's like, yeah, well, watch your fucking kid, because he stole some fries off that table. Yeah, <laughs> um, Brandon's like, all right, fair enough. So, yeah, it turns out that Kelly's mom and David's dad really like each other. So they're, like, uh-huh. getting into it big Wait time. a minute. The kid stole fries off. <laughs> do you see him do it? No. So, okay. I was wondering if it was while people were eating, he just came and ate someone's food, or is he eating garbage food? Uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to assume. I'm going to just err on the side <laughs> of caution and assume garbage food. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Um, yeah, so Brenda or Brenda is talking to her mom about it and saying, "Yeah, the Ke- Kelly's mom and David's dad got t- got along really good." Yeah, and then Dylan find- <laughs> Dylan appears out of nowhere, <laughs> like he's like a dream sequence or something. But he just appears to her and goes, "Hey, do you think things will ever work out for us?" And then he disappears again. <laughs> oh, uh, <Yeah>. what? What? <laughs> Ghost Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I like I guess she's just That's what they should have called the burger. Uh yeah. Mm, yeah. Ghost it. <laughs> uh does he make like a <laughs> noise when he disappears? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, I guess she's just like hallucinating him now or something. Oh wicked. Um so yeah. So then Felix is oh yeah so then they invite Felix over for dinner and he's helping with dinner and uh Dylan no fucking Brandon slaps him on the back like in a jovial way I guess yeah and then he he's like ah and then he spills fries all over the floor and then the kid comes and eats him uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like hey uh, can you put those in the garbage first <laughs> that's kind of my thing somebody spill some fries over you <laughs> yeah um. <laughs> So then he's like, sorry, I got to go call my mom. So then he pretends to call his mom, but he really doesn't. Um, So then uh, David, uh, later on, I guess they're at the club again. David comes and finds Kelly and goes, hey, our our parents are in love and whatnot. Let's be stepbrother and stepsister. And then then Kelly. Do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) like, you know, we'll do it Walsh style. Um, (laughs) And then Kelly has a dream sequence. About uh, David and the little puppet, his little uh, Uh, marionette puppet. Oh, that guy has not been around. No, he's only he's in this one dream sequence, and she has a dream sequence of them stealing her underwear. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Weird. Like the underwear she's wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Like like stealing it without her noticing. (laughs) They're very gentle. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then the mom and the dad go on another date, and they're like, hey, let's go on a date with our children tomorrow. Oh. And the mom's like, what? okay, that's great. That's a great idea. Are you sure you're not weird? <laughs> She's go, like, like, let's go on a date, and we'll bring our children on our date. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst idea that there ever was. Yeah. For a second date. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so then, yeah. Now that we've gotten to know each other, kind of uh, over the course of a few hours, let's throw our kids into the mix. Yeah, let's, let's see what happens there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, uh, <laughs> so that's the plan. So then, mm-hmm. Brandon shows up for work, and the kid comes 
uh, again. And, like, this time he's, like, pretending to be Brandon's little brother and shit. Like, he's telling everybody, hey, Brandon's my big brother. I'm his little brother. What up? Yeah. And <laughs> Got any garbage? <laughs> I'll eat it. <laughs> you want to watch me eat garbage? I will yeah. do that. Okay. I did it. The really date good. thing. Yeah. How? Okay. He knows that his son is into her daughter, and he's like, "Let's go on a date together and bring our kids." Yeah. What if they like hooked up? Like, you'd be like, "This is fucking weird. Why did we ever make this maybe happen?" Uh, I don't know. I, if I could think like, uh, like David Silver's seriously father, the worst, I'd be much better off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm only one man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so then Brandon's finally like, uh, okay, uh, kid, get out of the club, because nobody wants you here, because you're weird. Um, and our fry supply like, is depleting. <laughs> yeah, he says it nicer. <laughs> we have no garbage here. You've eaten yeah. it all. Um, so anyway, you're hired as garbage disposal. <laughs> See you in a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Why a week? Because that's when their garbage will be garbage back. And also, I guess he's got to give his his boss at his other garbage eating job, yeah. you know, one yeah. week's notice. Um, so yeah, so then David just comes up to Kelly with his camera, and he's like, "Hey, tell me something, Kelly." And she's like, "Fuck off, you suck, and you're weird." Yep. Um, and then Kelly asks Steve. Kelly's like, "Oh, Steve, how do you stand David? He sucks." And uh, he's like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, well, I don't know. You got to get used to him and stuff. Cause, uh, and, and she's like, well, I don't know. My Our parents haven't even had sex yet. And Steve's like, oh, don't worry. Sex isn't even a part of relationships anymore. It's just all about money and if they get along well. And I'm like, what point are you trying yeah. to make? <laughs> it's really, really weird. So, uh, And he's like, and, and his dad's rich, so they're going to stay together. And and she's like, and he's like, unless you be such a huge bitch at dinner tomorrow night and scare them away. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so that's the plan. She's going to just show up and be a horrible bitch. Good plan. Yeah, not bad. And so they all go out, and Kelly immediately is like, uh, and, and David's dad is like, hey, so how, what are you like, Kelly? And she's like, I'll tell you something about Kelly. And she refers to herself in the third. I'll tell you something about Kelly. This, ep- this season. To yeah. know her is not to love her. So Steve basically <laughs> goes, hey, why don't you show up at dinner and be a huge bitch? She shows up at dinner and goes, hey, guess what? I'm a bitch. <laughs> no subtlety. She needs that acting class. <laughs> All right, so that was three. I'm a bitch and a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bitch. Quack, quack. Those are the only two things I learned. I'm sorry. <laughs> My knowledge is limited. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to envelopes. Oh, yeah, we're into the envelopes. Yeah, what are we on? What's this now? Yeah, we're on, uh, we're on to an envelope for something that I don't know what it is, but it does say private and confidential. Whoa, there's a lot of notes on these envelopes. Just yeah. for me. Oh. All right. Return so, it to sender with all the notes on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so she's like, hey, I'm Kelly and I'm a bitch. And also, your son is a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> and David's dad is still like very like, he's like nice and everything. And he's like, okay, well, son, please stop filming girls. <laughs> and, and he's like, I've got enough. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got enough in the bank, thanks. <laughs> Um, I've been doing this for years because I'm a fucking creep. <laughs> oh, he's weird as hell. So then uh, the dad's like, okay, moving on from my perverted son. Why don't we have a drink? 
and uh, <laughs> let's pour some liquor on this and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Kelly explodes and's like, "Oh my god, my mom's an alcoholic, you fucking idiot!" Uh, and then she runs away from the table, and the mom chases her and goes like, "What is your fucking problem?" And Kelly's like, "You're always either married or drunk. You never have any time for me." Um, and then the mom's like, "Yeah, all right, cool." So then they go back to uh, to the table and sit down. So then the next day, Brandon is off on his day off, and he goes to work to find Felix, but Felix isn't there, so he's like, all right, whatever. So then he finally finds Felix, and he's got bruises all over him, like fucking all over him, everywhere. Uh His back, his face, everywhere. Damn. And Felix is like, yeah, my mom didn't hit me. And he's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, my mom hit me. So so he promises not to tell. Well, he... Felix is like, don't tell anybody that my mom hit me. And Brandon's like, well, I'm not promising anything because this is pretty fucked up. So then uh, Brandon tells Andrea, Andrea, sorry. um, (laughs) You should be. That Felix's mom hits him and she's like, oh, we should go talk to a social worker or something. And he's like, okay, well, let me talk to my parents first because they're much more qualified to deal with this (laughs) than an actual social worker. (laughs) So Brandon. Oh, he's got the right thing to do absolutely so then uh kelly and brenda we cut back to them and they're talking about how it went and she's like well david's dad thinks i'm a total nutcase now and then brenda's mom is like yeah that's because you are kelly i'm like hmm good parenting yeah uh yeah 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 so then uh dylan out of nowhere just calls from hawaii and he's like, hey, I just wanted to call yeah. you. <laughs> like that. Here I am. Yeah. He's like, I wanted to call and tell you that there's a storm happening here. Oh, and by the way, I'm still. So what was he going to say? Surfing. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still the burger guy. A burger. <laughs> uh, yeah, the phone cuts off. And this is the fucking best line of the whole episode. So Brandon comes into the house. They're all talking about stuff. And Brandon's dad goes, boy, you look beat. And Brandon goes, well, I'm not, but I know someone who is. Uh (laughs) And he's completely serious. He's not playing that for laughs at all. Oh, that's the best line of the whole series. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Like, that's the weird, like... Because it's hilarious, so like I assume they were going for laughs. <laughs> and then they're like, and then they have like a really serious conversation. Hard about uh, how people shouldn't beat up their kids. Oh my God. And uh, the parents, uh, he's like, I don't know, do I report it? Like, uh, I don't want to send it to a foster home. And the mom's like, well, maybe he has like a grandparent he can stay with or something. Uh, and Brandon's like, well, I was hoping he can stay with us. And they were like, no, we're not going to do that. Oh, which. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. So then uh, Kelly goes and finds David and is like, hey, David, I'm sorry I was a huge psycho yeah. at uh, dinner the other night. And David is like, yeah, well, I'm not happy about this either. I can't film people anymore. And he goes like, <laughs> yeah, like my dad told me not to. Um he goes like, "Do you think that just because you're like super hot, I'm supposed to be thrilled about our parents dating?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh. Uh, and he's like, well, I don't want our parents dating either because 
you know, my parents just got divorced and I want them to still be together. And then they have like a touching moment. Yeah. And Ooh, she goes, moment. she <laughs> goes, <laughs> let's have one of those uh, touching moments. <laughs> uh, you start. Just, just one moment. We'll both be touching and then no more touching. And then she goes, truce. And I'm like, you weren't fighting. He was being nice to you and you're just being a bitch. Uh, and then he goes, sweetheart, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> like he just I think fucking... he said that in another episode. But, like, that's like, uh, what, Humphrey Bogart or something? Yeah. I don't think he understands who Humphrey Bogart is at all. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah. So then Brandon goes to talk to Felix's mom, Suzanne, and he's like, hey, I know you beat up your kid. And she's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, I saw the bruises. And she's like... Oh, I, I had too much to drink, and I hit him. <laughs> it's, it's fine if you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. I made sure to get drunk first. <laughs> nice and legal. <laughs> you know, le- legal rules. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. The cops couldn't say nothing. I never hit that kid. Well, I did when I was drunk. <laughs> oh, on. okay. Let her go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but she goes like, I, I hit him, but not hard. And I'm like, he has bruises yeah. everywhere, mm. huge welts on the on his back, like these, like he was hit with like a fucking stick or something. Um, so then he's like, well, I'm gonna call Child Protective Services, and she cries and says she'll get help. And then we cut to Brandon visiting Felix at a group home, and Felix is like, why did you send me this group home? Why did you send my mom to jail or whatever? You're an asshole. And he's like. No, I did it because I think you're nice. And he's like, okay, we're friends. <laughs> and then the end. Oh. oh. Yeah. Why is it called Play It Again, David? No idea. Because he does <laughs> because a half does assed the uh, Bogart. Uh, thing. Uh, Bogart. But again. But that's not the central storyline, even. That has nothing to do with anything. No. I don't Still, know. Still, play it again, David. Yeah. Play it again, party fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh. a weird episode. What? Season two. Oh, I'm my God. Now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Greg's next? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In, so, we're still in the summer episodes. Yeah, yeah. we haven't so gotten I, to the school year yet. I feel like we we haven't been touching upon much of the overarching, overarching like, stories because I feel like they're mostly the summer stuff. They what? do have been doing, the, like, the Dylan stuff a bit. They've been playing with that. Yeah. But they haven't done anything else. But he's in Hawaii right now, right? Yeah. Yes. He just showed up to call from Hawaii to go, hey, I'm in Hawaii. There's a storm. I'm still. Yeah. (laughs) That's all he got. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He just disappears like a soap bubble. Yeah. (laughs) Now, when he appeared to Brenda, did he just like, was he just suddenly standing there or was he like floating in the air like in a thought bubble? (laughs) Hey, let me out of here. (laughs) No. I liked it better when I was a burger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. No, exciting. I think, I feel like we got to be, what was this? Episode Five. Well, we all five. one, two, five. three, four, yeah, five. five. Yeah. yeah. So we got to be getting into the school year soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. let me see what's going or did on they here. Really How many episodes? Are, like, is this an extra long season because of summer? Oh, yeah. Twenty-eight episodes usually is twenty-two. Yeah. So, mm. so does that mean the next one Look, these, is going to be the last titles coming up this yeah. season? Yeah. What's the next episode? The next episode is called <laughs> Pass, not Pass. Pass, not pass. Yeah. 
Pass, pass, not pass. Not pass. Is there a period yeah. or a comma? Or? Comma. Okay, pass, yeah, yeah. comma, not pass. I got to tell you, though, there's some episode titles that I'm very excited about. Let's give a teaser. What's one of them? Meeting Mr. Pony. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Meeting Mr. Pony? Yeah. Meeting Mr. Pony? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's pretty great. Uh, you know what I call that. <laughs> well, they were really starting They were really starting to do the David Lynch thing, and they got like a, one of the teachers was like a pony drinking coffee. Yeah. I have no Talking idea backwards. what this means. Brilliant. <laughs> guest director, David Lynch. Guest director, David Cronenberg. Oh, man. I wonder whose episode that is. <laughs> awesome. Uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, next week's episode. Maybe <laughs> it'll be one of the last of the summers. Uh, Who knows? But uh, we ran long. Ran long this episode. Meeting Mr. Pony is a Dan episode. Oh. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Yeah. Uh-huh. I look forward to it. I uh, hope that has something to do with the uh, animal play that happens in their acting class. Yeah. <laughs> She comes up with... <laughs> Mrs. Ducky meets Mr. Pony. <laughs> and Brenda comes Sparks up with fly. a character named Mr. Pony, and she can't break out of character. She's <laughs> stuck in character. <laughs> yeah. But she also is kind of like only can do the one thing, so he's like a pony that just smells coats. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a totally different character. I'm a pony. I'm a pony that, that likes to smell coats. coats. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, since we went long this week... Yeah, we're going to hold off on... Uh TV Dad Cage Match will next uh, resume next week. Yep. Uh, we're almost at two hours, so mm-hmm. we're going to get out of here. We are. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll play some of the Dream Jeff al- uh, album at the end. Yep. Um, and is there anything else that we need to talk about? I don't think If so. you want to find more about uh, the podcast on the Modern Superior Network, please go to modernsuperior.com. Casey's writing that piece about uh, the movie Calvary. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Trying to get some new write more more stuff up on the site. You can go listen to Drink Along. You can go listen to Turn to Two Turntables and a Bottle of Wine. Uh, you can listen to the Do Over. They have a new one where they went to the Rogers Sky Dome, whatever, and and recorded there. I never. I always. I just want to say Sky Dome. I just, yeah. I call just, it Sky yeah. Dome. It's a Sky Dome. Yeah. So they go. They went recorded on location at the Sky Dome, uh, talking about baseball movies. So check that out. Mm-hmm. A super awesome episode. Very cool. Yeah, and ton, tons of other stuff. Time Bandits just went up uh, last Friday. Yeah. If you haven't heard that yet, check it out. Mm, I just yeah. finished listening to it today. Hey. Uh, yeah, so check all those, thing, all those things out at monitorsperior.com. Don't forget Video Vengeance on Sunday, October 19th at uh, Kitsch. You can go to facebook.com slash videovengeance for that. But otherwise, hey, go on to Twitter and uh, tweet at us at SYNWPC or you can go to Facebook and go to facebook.com slash SYNWPC on there. We post uh, trailers and the news that we talk about and stuff and you can comment on it. Tell us what you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So otherwise, uh, fuck Gene and uh, we will see you next Wednesday. And... uh, (laughs) There's a, there's another one. Oh yeah, straight, straight cash, cash homie. homie. Goodbye, internet. <laughs> <laughs>
Here we 